Hey guys, how are we doing? Welcome to another live stream here on Buzzing Pattaya. And thank you so much for joining me at stupid o'clock in the morning here in Thailand. It's 2 a.m. And, uh, you know, what am I doing? What am I doing? Uh, anyway, so welcome, everybody. Um, it's going to be an interesting live stream today. I've got a few things I want to change, a few things I want to ask you. Um, it's been a crap last couple of days, I've got to be honest with you. There's been some stuff I won't go into detail, but oh, man. But anyway, there you go. That's the way it is. Not to worry. I'm not going to put a downer on tonight's show. It is what it is, and we're going to move on. But uh, so, yeah, so what a week. So I've been out. I went out last night. I thought, let's have a wander around, and let's just see what's actually going on here. And I'll tell you what, blown away. Blown away. I really, really was. It was just incredible. So, uh, But I want to update you and talk about that in a little bit. Um, I've got some interesting facts I've got to be honest with you, I stumbled over more by chance than any other reason, um, which just goes to show about how, uh, as, a, as a country, we've kind of like stood still and the world's just like streamed forward. Um, so we've got, I've, got, I've got some updates as well, what's going on. So those of you that are coming out here, that are, uh, that are here, you're going to see a few things that are happening. And uh, also, I've got some other bits and pieces I want to share with you. So there we are. That's what's coming up today. Uh, before we get into that, before we get into that, I just want to say hello to uh, I want to oh, what I'm trying to do right. So I'm going to run a poll in a minute. Check me out, boys. They check me out. I've got it sorted. I want to roll run a poll about what you guys want back from uh, the live stream, okay? And we're going to talk about bar as well, etc. But I want to know what you guys want because I've got to be honest with you, I'm in a little bit stuck between a rock and a hard place, and I'll explain that in a second. But before we get any further, let me just welcome some new members first, guys. Just bear with me one second. I want to say a welcome uh, to Aussie Kev. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Daniel Lehman, Jazz, Brian Clay, Mike, Blinded by the Lights. <laughs> Love that one. Uh, Hacken Glan and Peter Davey. Guys, thank you so much for joining me, joining the channel. It's fantastic to have you uh, Please send me through a picture of your good self uh, to the email here, which I'll just ping up for you. Uh, it's a 247potato at gmail.com. Please throw that uh, throw your picture at me, and I, in turn, will send you back your card, which I'm going to do uh, later on today. I've got two photo shoots today, two photo shoots. Do you know I've been so busy with photos? You'd be amazed how many people, you know, not how many people, how many bars now are getting back in touch with me. Trev, can you come and do some photos? What the girls coming, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, all good, all good. Right, so I want to just do the poll now so it gives you guys a chance to answer what you want. And then I'm going to go off on my own little route and we'll see if it works. Uh, I guess the truth in the matter will be is to how many of you stay and how many of you say, do you know what, I'm going to jog on. And I don't blame you if you do. But anyway, so here's my poll. Ask the community. Right, come on in. Create the poll. Yeah, I've done that. Ask the community. Well, why are you not doing that? What's going on then? Ask the community. Yes, ask the community. I'm, I'm waiting to ask the community. Oh, 
Well, that's really disappointing. Right. Well, anyway, I tried to do a poll. What would that work? What's going to be? Yes, ask. Well, it won't let me ask you. All right. Well, I can't do a poll. So the question I want to ask is now I can't do what I wanted to ask is the live stream, right? So I've had a few people say to me, um, what you do is spend the first half an hour saying hello to everyone, which I like to do because I think it's quite nice. But I have had quite a few people say to me, mate, not being funny. It's nice that you say hello to them, but can we please like get over it and get on with it and get into the show? So I thought, well, you know, I've got to listen. I have to listen to whatever my bloody poll don't work. Great, a poll. Well, I've done the poll. Yes. Ask you to it. Well, let me do it. Really? Look, look, I'm not lying. There's my poll. See my poll there? Look, I'm doing the poll, and it won't let me press the button. Bloody thing. Anyway, okay. I guess you're not really surprised, are you? Uh, hold on, let me move my camera back. Right, anyway, so there we are. So, question then. We'll have to do it a different way, so I can read back these these comments. Now, now my flipping camera's gone tits up. So, question number one is, less hellos at the start, more general chat. So, that's, so just type number one. Number two is more facts and updates on what's happening Number three, just keep it as it is. And number four, a mix of everything. So let me know what you think, guys. One, two, three, or four. So one is less hellos, just get on with it. Two is more facts and updates. Three is keep it as it is. And four is a mix of everything. What, guys, would you like me to bring to the channel? Because I'm trying to please everyone. I'm trying to move forward. I, I want to make sure that this is as interesting as possible, particularly this show, because two in the morning, I've got no chance of getting a guest on this show out here. None. But um, on a Sunday, I will be bringing a lot of guests, especially right now. I will be bringing a lot more people onto it. So let's see what you say. All right. So good morning. <laughs> hello to – no, I'm joking. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be rude. I'm not going to say hello to everybody today. I'm going to just get on with it. I've, got, I've been out doing bits and pieces. I've got stuff to bring to the show. So let's just go through. Uh, relaxing dreams. Please wear your helmet. <laughs> with all respect to you, Trev, just let's have fun. There's nothing there. You're doing great. Well – yeah, me helmet, right? So I was out on my bike the other day, and uh, well, you saw me tin lid, right? So I've had some hilarious comments. Uh, honestly, I think you're—I think the, the guy's humour on here is just fantastic. Like the watch this channel, I've had people saying you look like Dad's army. You're part of the stuff. <laughs> um, you know, oh, honestly, it's, it's just been hilarious, and, and I do I thank you for that because it's it's quite good to read these comments. I love them. But yeah, so I was out on my bike the other day, and uh, I had my little tin lid on. And needless to say, it didn't get as good a reception as I was hoping it was. But hey-ho, there you go. Uh, wishing you all the best for your live stream. You're doing just great. Well, thank you very much. That's a learning curve for me. I mean, even now, you know, okay, let's be fair. We've done a fair few, but even now, it's still, still uh, quite difficult. Um, there you go. Let's see. Mike says, hi, Trev. Hope you and your family are okay, mate. Love the helmet. Reminds me of a pot we used to put under the bed. <laughs> it's me helmet. What's wrong with me? Listen. It's there, right? It does, it does its job. It keeps the old bill from, from charging me that. Around the dark side, I'll be honest with you, I don't even probably, well, hardly ever wear one, to be honest with you. But anyway, there you are. That's my bad. I know. I know. I should practice what I preach. Um, so I'm just I'm just going to scroll through. Greetings, everybody. Guys, greetings. I want to get on. I, will, I am going to make an exception. Though. Hello, mum. I'm going to say hello to me, mum. I can't say hello to Mo because she's absolutely unconscious, dead to the world, wouldn't even know what two o'clock in the morning is. But mum, how the devil are you? Uh, Richard said the flag chasers will be returned. Well, do you know what? 
I've got to say, I've got to say, all the doom and gloomers out there saying to you that this city's finished, etc. I have got to say, I went out, I've been out three nights, and my lord, my lord, what a shock that was. Remember, remember, I haven't been out as in like going around actually specifically looking in the bars and the go-go's and stuff here. But oh wow, what a what a difference that made. It really did make a huge difference. Uh Gabby had a W, my friend. Uh, right, let me just scroll through. I'm just going to get through, see what goes on. Uh, let's see what the numbers. Oh, hello, Emmerdale. Emmerdale has just started, Trev. What are you thinking? I'll watch it on catch up. I've got an Android box. I've had this box about nine years and it's fantastic. Doesn't miss a beat. Never, never anything. You know, I can scroll through loads of movies. I mean, honestly, and it's like a remote control. I get like one of these. And it's, it's like normal TV. Really, it's fantastic. Brilliant. Um, D-Rock says, 2 a.m., you're mad, Trevor. Yeah, well, you know, at the end of the day, mate, I've got to try and figure out what works for everybody. So my Sunday one is good because Sunday morning. But my if I did this at the same time, say, this evening, my evening, Thursday evening, well, that would be 10 o'clock in the morning. You lot will all be at work or doing what you think. I'm sure you wouldn't want to sit and watch this. You see, this is this is another issue. You know, all these, people say this YouTubing lark's easy. It's bloody difficult. It really is. You've got to figure out, like, what you got to do and like content and keep it fresh, keep it interesting. And, you know, you've got to try and stay ahead of the game, which is tough. It is tough, but also like this live streaming malarkey. I would love to be able to do like, say, what would that be? Five o'clock on a Thursday evening only so that then I can then go out and get more guests. So every Sunday, every Thursday it would be guests after guests after guests. So make it a lot more interesting. But I know realistically on a Thursday, would, would how many of you would watch on a Thursday morning at what would be 10 o'clock in the morning, possibly 11 when the clock's change? I would guess hardly any of you, to be fair. And I wouldn't, oh, you know, I wouldn't be upset if that happened. So uh, I don't really think that that would be an option. If it was, it would be fantastic because A, I wouldn't be sat here now. And B, I could go out and get some really interesting people on. And maybe people would watch the live streams back. But the idea is that you, you ask questions. Um, I enjoyed the last video. I'd like to see a video where you dissect each area of Patea to live in pluses and minuses of each. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's a that's an interesting shout there. Um, I mean, we do have – I was out in Naklua yesterday, Naklua video. I, I, I can't wait to show – I've got a little gem up my sleeve in Naklua, and I've shared it with you. I, I really shouldn't have because it means that probably most of you will go there. Well, you should go there. Uh, but anyway, it's a great little place. It really is. And, I, and I've been out yesterday. I had a great time out of videos – there's some huge buildings. I'll talk about buildings. I'll, I'll say I just stumbled over these facts today. I was like, wow, what's going on here? Uh, hi, T. Uh, great walk around videos. I hope to catch up with you next time. Yeah, I hope so too. And uh, yesterday, uh, I, video, I videoed the Naglua video, which will be coming out uh, Monday, I think it is. And uh, I did it on my motorbike again because it's just too big an area to walk. But I'm kind of getting the feeling that it wouldn't actually be a bad idea for me to ride around and maybe cover like a larger and much larger area. So like maybe go down the railway track, have a wander around, um, go down some different places, you know, all these kind of things. And because uh, the quality of the, uh, of the audio is fine. There's no wind in you know, these mics. Where's it? Look at the Bobby Dazzle on him. Eh? Talking of which, talking of which, right? Here we go. Now I was going to do a no shave February. I was going to do it because a few people say, right, you're bald. I am not bald. If you can see there, look, my hairline is now coming back. See it? And I've got hair. 
It's like I've got Velcro on my head. I hate it. I really don't like it. It feels horrible. And um, But anyway, my point being was this. that I get messages saying, Trev, you're bald. I'm like, I'm not bald. I shave my head nearly every two or three days. I shave my head through choice. And uh, I was going to do a February where I don't touch the, the razor blade. I just let my hair grow. I was even considering, like, growing a bit. <laughs> Don't ask. I was even considering growing a beard just for a crack. And, um, yeah, not touching a razor blade during the whole of February and just seeing what happened at the end and what a, what a bit of fun that would be. But, uh, yeah, not sure that's a good idea. Anyway, next, next, there we go. Um, Simon says, it's good to finally meet you at the dive bar, Trev. Forgot to mention about organising a pool tournament. Oh, yeah, we could do that. We can do that. No problem. Um, I'll update you on the buzzing bar in a bit. But, yeah, we could do that. It was great to meet everybody. I'm not going to lie, mate. I'm not going to lie. I can't remember who you are. <laughs> it is, it's, do you know what? This is one of the most embarrassing things that I really don't like. I truthfully, I don't like. It's like on our Discord group, we've got so many people that talk to me every single day, and it's brilliant. It's fantastic. You know, 9,200 subscribers, not subscribers, but members on there. And... Um, you know, people come up to me and say, oh, hi, Trevor, I'm such and such off Discord. I'm like, oh, hi, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. And then I see them the next day and I'm like, I don't know what your name is. I'm really sorry. And it's awful. It's awful. I just can't remember everybody's name. And it really is awful. But uh, so if I don't remember your name, you know, when I do bump into you again, I do apologize. I'm sorry. Uh, Jason and Susan, great recent walkabouts. Hope all is well, YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying the walkabouts. You've got some nighttime ones to come uh, this, tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah, tomorrow's Friday. Um, so you're going to see a nighttime Friday, a nighttime Saturday, a nighttime Monday. So I've done all three areas. I've done Soy Bacow, I've done Soy 6, 7, 8, 13, 2, and I've done Walking Street. And I've got to say, guys, I've got to say, you know, if you watch them, you'll be surprised. You, I was blown away by it. I was like, really? Like, I can't say too much. I don't want to spoil the videos. But honestly, I was just like, seriously? Like, I had no idea. No idea. Because you get to condition to believing that, you know, especially when you don't go out. I don't go out in the evening. And I'm guessing, like, if you guys aren't actually here, you get conditioned to listen to all the negativity and all the things that are going on here. And I know I always try and speak uh, good of this city, and I always will. Um, but... Obviously, there are there are times we think, yeah, you know, they've got a point. Especially during the daytime, I walk around, I think, oh, okay, maybe the, you know, it's not as busy as we hope, etc., and all that stuff. But oh, I was blown away. You got to check it out. Honestly, you got to check it out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, sorry, Friday, Saturday, Monday videos. Have a look at them. Unbelievable bubble. Really are. Uh, Chang Noi, hey, how you doing, my man? Welcome to the uh, welcome to the chat. Right. Um, let's just scroll down. AD says, I used to enjoy the quiz, even though you were... But you see, the here, this is where... This is what I mean about being stuck between a rock and a hard place. I used to put the quiz on, and I'd lose 100 viewers within about two minutes. So maybe the quiz wasn't so good. You know, I don't know. One second. St uh, yep, I'm going to do some updates in a second. Give me a second. I'm going to go through that. Um, right, so here we go. So people saying one, five, three, two. Right, so when you're when you are when you've done all your votes, what I will do is I'll go back through and I'll I'll keep a tally and uh, see where we are. Thank you very much for everybody for a mix of all of them. Okay, so four is quite popular. Um, so if you um, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, guys, if you just joined the live stream, what I'm trying to do is I want to try and get a balance from you guys. What you want back in return for the live stream. So 
I, I, I did put a poll up, but it's not working, and I don't know why. And it's really, but anyway. Um, so what I'm asking is, just to drop a number one, two, three, four. One is less hellos at the start, more general chat. Number two is more facts and updates on what's happening. Number three is keep it as it is. And number four is a mix of all of the above. So please, if you just join, let me know what do you want back from the live stream. Right. Okay. So I'm going to scroll through those. I'll read up those later on. Uh, okay. Right. So I will go back through and read all you can't. I'm not ignoring them. Uh, I will go through them. Uh, D-Rock says, Discord is invaluable advice for everyone. Big thanks to the mods, Bo, Trev, and all contributing there with picture. Well, I'm glad you enjoy it, mate. I'm glad you enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, you know, like I've said, and I've said, and I've said, and I've said, and I'm not ashamed to say this because I generally, generally, my heart of hearts know that this platform that we're building there is really powerful. And there's so much information on there. And there's so much more to come, you know, there really is. But, uh, uh, yeah, I agree. Thank you very much. Right. Okay. So, um, Mike, we picked me up, Chang, with, <laughs> thanks, mate. It's very kind. Yes. It's been a crap couple of days, I've got to be honest, and uh, some tough decisions are going to be made, but hey-ho, it is what it is. We've got to deal with that. Um, so, yeah, but thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Much appreciated. Um, right, here we go. So let's get into some fact, uh, some updates, shall we? So I think the biggest deal for Torum is the two days prepaid SHA plus and test with no guarantee you'll use it and end up instead spending time. Right, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? So here's the thing. Let me show you this one. So this, I was reading through stuff the other day, and I've just got to get it up on the screen. Where are we? And this was posted, and it made me start thinking about what is actually going on in this world because it says here the Thai government wants to offer more COVID insurance options to foreign tourists where, whose own insurance does not cover hospital or hotel isolation in cases of asymptomatic, asymptomatic uh infection and this was posted on a, on a website and uh, they went on to say well not they but they said that the um the governor of the tourism uh, authority of thailand says officials are in talks with the office of the insurance commission uh youth of sac super says premiums could start at around 800 baht per person to cover the cost of hotel isolation which usually starts from around thirty thousand baht and uh, they go on and say loads of other stuff. But then they also say the new ruling by the CCSA last week means that if tourists are not fully covered by their own insurance policies, they must cover the expense themselves. According to Yuthasak, this means that if the hotels allow guests to slip through the net, as if, uh, as appears to have happened in a number of recent cases, the runaway, 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 the runaway tourists will face legal action. And, you know, it's just all a bit of a mess, isn't it? Let, let's be honest with each other. It's just a bit of a mess, and I don't understand why don't these uh, why don't these these insurance policies cover everything anyway? Surely, to God, they must have contacted Thailand and all the other countries around the world, and say, right, what are your requirements? What are the, the things you need us to cover in our policy, and then offer it? I mean, why is there this loophole? And then this loop, loophole puts you vulnerable, and it puts you uh, all out of sorts. I don't know. It's just a bit weird to me, and. Um, and, and I'll tell you what a lot of people seem to be very dis disappointed in, and I, and I don't blame you, is this whole, you do the snozzle test when you're over in your own country, you fly to, you do another one, and then five days later, you've got to come back and you've got to do it again. And what happens if during those five days, God forbid that you was to contract COVID and then you're going to be, what, stuck in isolation for 10 days? I mean, come on. I mean, it's like... Hey, you can fly. Oh, great. You get here. Hey, you can go out and have fun. Fantastic. 
And five days later, you're meant to come back and they go, oh, guess what? You're off to the uh, to the 10 days isolation. I mean, and they want people to come in and practice that. I mean, seriously, come on, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Uh, Michael says, what is a flag chaser? Right. So basically, back in the day, back in the day, uh, when Walking Street was just just like it was just like a, a cattle market. There was just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people all just milling around. We had large groups of Chinese tourists and they would then the lead person would have a flag and it would be about three meters high and there would be an orange colored flag or a green flag or a purple flag or a, or a, a soft, ugly teddy bear, all these kind of things. And what that would do is that would say to the people behind, follow my flag where I go, you go too. So they would, they would follow a flag. So we call them flag chasers. Uh, so that's what that is. Uh, Dave says, I'm off to Phuket Monday Sandbox for a week before getting to Pattaya on the 8th. Nice, mate. Nice. Well, when you get here, uh, jump on Discord. Come and join us. We've got loads of meetups. Uh, I'll update you on the bar in a second and some other bits and pieces. Um, Mike says, hi, Trev. I'll start the new helmet fund for you. <laughs> Two quid, mate. I can buy about three helmets for that. <laughs> I, can't, I think I paid about, I actually do think I paid about, I think it's about 180 baht for my helmet. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. That's very, very kind of you. Um, Adventures with Zero says, question, what is deep sea fishing like? Well, you know what happened to me the other day, don't you? You know, I said to Bo, let's go out and do some squid fishing. And we ended up on the uh, Tapia uh, Patea Cafe thing, which I thought was a squid boat. And uh, it wasn't. Well, it kind of was, but it kind of wasn't. It was more of a restaurant. Beautiful. I'll tell you what, if you want to impress... If you want to impress the old new bird, get her over on there. Honestly, she'll come back. You'll have a great evening. Um, so, But deep sea fishing, truthfully, I don't actually know. I did want to go and do some squid fishing. When you're down on the beach, if you look out at nighttime, uh, you'll see loads of boats with lots of green lights all around them, lots and lots of green lights. And apparently these lights attract the squid, and then you pop them out, and that and, you know, jobs are good. Um, but anyway, I, I went out to have a go at it, and we ended up on a restaurant. So uh, the moral of that story is don't follow me when it comes to going out deep sea fishing because clearly it didn't work. Uh, Paul says, Trev, can we see a picture of you with a barnet? Well, <laughs> me mother, mother, she sent me a photo the other day when I was 17 and I've got a big, uh, uh, was it Leo Sayer? Leo Sayer with a big perm. I've got a massive perm. <laughs> and I think it was, I've, I've, I started off with a perm and then later on I grew it long. Um, but yeah, I had a big perm. Can you believe it? Oh, in fact, I don't think I hang on. Let me have a look. Let me let me see. Hang on, let me see. Where's my mother? Where's my mother on Facebook? Hold on. Let's see what we can do. Uh, where are we? Mum, mum, where are you? Let's see if I can get that picture up. Oh man, here we go. Well, you can kind of see it there. So there you go. I don't know what you can see. There you go. That's me. That's me with a full-on perm, and it's just ending about here on the back of the sofa. But that's me with a full-on perm there. So uh, there you go. There you go. That was me with a perm. I mean, but come on, let's be fair. Let's be fair. Back in the day, back in the day, come on, perms were all the fashion. So don't give me too much grief, but weren't they? And mother, stop sending bloody photos of me with, with curly hair. Uh, how is John Tien? Our restaurant bars are, you know, honestly, I don't want to sound like an old record, but I've got to be honest with you. I went out the other day and holy jamoli, like I was just blown away. I couldn't believe there were segments of certain areas, and you'll see them when I when you watch the videos. There are segments of certain areas that were off the radar. They were just you could have literally like 
did a time frame and just stood and watched it, and you'd have thought you were here like three years ago. Loads of girls, bars were packed, loads of fun. Honestly, and, and before you say, nah, bollocks and all the rest of it, watch the bit. It's there for you in, in full colour for you to see. It was just off the radar. Um, Ray, regarding John Tien, I'll go down John Tien. Uh, I'll go down and do a couple of night videos down there. I haven't been down John Tien for a while, to be honest, so I'll go down there. But back in the day, John Tien was good. If you're not sure where John Tien is, it's just uh, a little um, a little Bart bus ride or a short bolt taxi ride out of the city centre. And it's really nice. It's really, really good. Um, what do you think about – sorry, what do they think about someone that doesn't drink but will – right, so, so Heath, let me just say this, my friend. Right, no one cares. Nobody cares, my man. You could drink water. They really don't care. I wouldn't suggest it because a bottle of water in a go-go bar is about 120 bar, 140 bar. They actually price water higher than alcohol. And there's a very good reason why they do that. They, they, there's a very good reason why they do it. Um, so, yeah, so it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. You can drink whatever you want, my friend, whatever you want. No dramas whatsoever. As long as you're buying the girl, her lady drinks, she'll sit with you. She couldn't give a damn. And no one cares, mate. So fill your boots, my friend. Uh, how's the bar coming along? Well, I'll update that. Let's, let's keep going, mate, but I will update you. I promise you. I'll, I've got that in the, uh, in, in the side there. Graham, so I'd love to walk along down Soy Diana and down second row. So, well, thank you. For, thank you very much, my friend. Thank you so much. You know, I don't mind doing it. I, I enjoy it. To be honest with you, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? Cause when people say, just go and do random walkabouts, I'm like, Oh no, I, I don't be doing that. I like, I like a, a plan. I like a plan of attack, right? I'll do this. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to do it. But I am actually slowly but surely getting used to these now, and I'm 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 not quite as scared, but I was scared. Happy this is not a good idea. To agree. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to shave it. I mean, it's like having Velcro on my Swede. I really don't like it. Uh, Will says, please do it. No, I don't like it. No, I don't like it. Uh, Jason, Susan, thank you very much indeed. This is my. I see. Look, I've got seven. I got was it two quid and five dollars? Now I'm, I'm going to go and get myself a new a new elm. <laughs> um. Back in the day, Trevor was the guy in the photo booth Hamlet. Do you remember that? Dun, 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 dun. I'll stick to my day job. Right. Uh, Brian says, <laughs> but Brian, right. I know I, I know I go on about it, mate. But but are you on it? Could I ask that question, Brian? Are you on it? And the reason I go on it is because it's just, you know, it, it's just going from strength to strength to strength. And why won't I mention it? You know, but anyway, but yeah, I, I think I've mentioned it, mate. Get, well, here's now here's something we're doing. Um, no, I won't do that. No, I won't do that. Actually, no, I won't do that. I'll, I'll keep that one. I'll keep that one. Uh, really hoping the hoops disappear before next week. Oh, they've got to, haven't they? They've got to. We can't keep it like that. It's got to be. Got to be. Uh, Joe says, love the walkabout videos. Trent brings back memories from last month. Yeah, great, man. I mean, see, Joe's a good example. Joe came over here. He had a fantastic time. You know, he really did. Um, okay, so let's uh, – yeah, a few more people answering. Fours, 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 a mix of all above. All right, good. Okay, well, we're going to carry on. Uh, let me just scroll all the way down, make sure we get past that. Okay. Um, hello, Liam says, insurance for a mild flu, Tyler. Well, I heard uh, – who is it now? Um let me just check. Someone said to me the other day, uh, I saw it actually advertised somewhere that someone's going to um, bin off 
their restrictions and they said, I hope Thailand follows suit. Someone's just about to do it as well. I know, I know the UK, the UK have banned the master, haven't they? They banned the master, which is great. Um, Michael, thank you very much. He uh, says, I'd love an update on people you have interviewed over the past year. See how they're doing. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's a really good show. Yeah, I like that because, you know, I have interviewed people. Like, so, like, for instance, um, like Bazza, you know, was at Club Misty's Club Misty's now shut, gone, done and dusted. I still keep in touch with Bazza. He's going to be working at Churchill's, which is in Soibacal, uh, which is Jason Mariner's bar. And so, yeah, he's going to go and work there. But, yeah, there was a lot of people that I have spoken to way, way back. And it's weird, isn't it? Two years ago, like, seriously, we've been doing that for this long? Unbelievable. But, yeah, it's a good idea. Good idea. Uh, Mike says, buzzing at the moment, 9,100. Yeah, brilliant, man. Thank you very much for sharing. So, guys, if you are, you know, have a look at the link. Yeah, have a look. Um, oh, yes. Yes. Now, you brought that up, didn't you? Where are we? Um, someone asked a question the other day, and thank you very much if it was you, my friend, for uh, asking the question, because I had forgotten. I'm sorry. When you come out here, do you need a power adapter or a adapter plug for our or uh, electric out here. Now, I know you need to get a travel adapter, especially got a three pin because we don't very uh, don't often have them and they don't fit. But the other question that was asked was, do you need to get a power bank converter to change the? And, and I'm not into all that, so please don't hold. I don't understand. But basically, is the power here different to what power it is you need? In which case, do you need to bring something to help you adjust the power so that the power is what the power you need? There's a lot of power going on here. Answers on the postcard, please. There we go. Right. Okay. Um, Tom says, "How long do I think the man?" I think right. So, you see, here's the here's the here's the interesting thing. And like I've said, please watch the videos for the next three days. If you was to stay away from this country and they was to completely take away all media, all YouTubers, and everything else like that, you would only be fed what they give you then you would believe that we are in an absolute world of. But all I'm going to say is watch the videos. Now, even if they, even if they wanted to try and close that down now with what's happening, it would be an Im immense task because there's literally so many places open. Literally. That guy messaged me the other day, said, oh, you you're talking shit, mate. 90% of the bars are closed. Watch the videos, my friend, and you can send your apology whenever you want. I mean, it's just, it's crackers. It really is. Like, you go around Soibacal Tree Town, 90% of the bars are open. You go into LK Metro, probably 50, 60% are open. You go into into uh, Soy 6, probably 40% of them are open. You know, they're, they're going to Walking Street. Walking Street is still, still struggling. It's still a little bit behind the times, to be honest. But nevertheless, if you were to wrap it all up, I would say in this city right now, I would say there's at least 40 to 50% of the places are open. and They've got girls and they've got some customers. Nothing like it was. Of course it isn't. We're not stupid. I'm not saying it's rammed. Although, having said that, watch uh, what kind of day be, be Saturday. Uh, I think it'd be Saturday. I mean, it was just like going back in time. It was mental, mental. And if you showed me that video and I didn't know that I took it and when I took it, if you just said to me, when was that? I'd have said, oh, it's got to be like three, four years ago. Really, crackers. Have a watch. Just have a watch, guys. It's all there for you. I'm not. I'm not. You know, it's no Billy bullshit. It's there. Have a look. Um, <clears throat> Brian says, "Hi, Trevor. Great job, mate. All the areas of potato and all dodgy for tourists, etc. I'm mugging. No, 
And and you know what? It's really, really weird. I've got to say this. I've got to be. I'm going to be straight with you now. Years ago, there was there was a couple of like muggy people around that would uh, you know they were moody and all the rest of it, and they would they would you know they they would pick on people. Not often, not often. But I have to say, with the devastation, with the poverty, with the hunger, and with all the all the things that they've had to endure, I'm amazed it hasn't kind of gone down that route. I really am because. You know, desperate times call for desperate measures. And whilst I'm not condoning any kind of that activity, if you are on the bones of your ass and you've got nothing left, well, then you've got those kind of thoughts going through your head. And quite understandably, you know, they would go through my head. Of course, listen, you got you got to survive somehow. So I am surprised that that hasn't increased. But I've got to say, no, not at all, mate. I, I don't actually, I don't know of any... Uh, incidents, no, no uh, rumors around the grapevine. And trust me, we've got. Uh, it's like a network of old grannies here. It really is. You, you can fart, and someone like six kilometers away will know within about thirty seconds. It really is a network of grannies here. Um, sorry, ma'am, I don't mean you gossip a lot, and I'm not calling you a granny, although you are a gran. Anyway, um, but no, what I mean is that there hasn't been. You know, there's no. Oh, did you hear about such and such? You got, you got. No, they've they've been amazing. To be honest with you, been amazing. What an incredible, powerful country these these citizens are in terms of the fact that they just can endure so much, and the, and they just don't complain, you know they don't complain, and it's like come on, but no, but yeah, very very uh, right. Uh, Talking about insurance, yeah, that's good. Mike says two tests about getting the money. I think I think it's get, I, I really do think it's getting that way. I mean, like like Alfie for instance, Alfie's coming over. Uh, he'll be over here on Sunday, and he tested positive. So, of course, he was like, oh, God, I can't fly. I've got to quarantine, blah, blah, blah. And uh, then he's got his certificate to say he can fit to fly because apparently it will still show on the test, even though he's done what he needs to do and he's not negative, but he's positive, but he's not positive. I, I don't know how it works. But over the last few days, he's been contacting his airlines. He's been contacting where he stops off midway through the transit. He's been contacting uh, Thailand. He's been trying to figure out. And, oh, the conflicting the conflicting uh, reports back and the advice he's been given has been just mind-blowing. I mean, the long and short of it is, is that he's actually going to get out here on Sunday, fingers crossed. I'm laughing because I just think, oh, well, I know what Alfie's like. And so I know if they stop him uh, where his, uh, his uh, transit is, if they stop him midway and say, sorry, mate, you got to do you turn I don't want to be the receptionist. That's to tell him that because he won't be best pleased. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's just a match a massive load of like miscommunication and conflicting reports and advice and everything. So I do feel for guys that are coming out here. I really, really do. Uh, Will says the flag chasers are a pain. In it. Yeah, they are. They are. And, and no disrespect, no disrespect, but all I can go by is what I tend to see and what I've experienced over the years. And that is that they are very, uh, what's the best way of saying it? That if you're in their way and they're following their troops, they won't think twice about barging you out of the way. They're very like that. Very like that. But anyway. Um, all right. So let's uh, scroll down. Oh, Michael says, post office told me that they cover all forms of COVID, including asymptomatic. I think this is a red herring. Who said insurance company won't cover a symptom? Yeah, well, this is in the, I think it was in the Tiger. I think it was in. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like I said, I don't really know. I really, really don't know. Uh, motorcycle says works for Dazzle. I am considering it. I'm because I can cover so much more. You know, when you're tapping it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to turn into a motorbike walk around, uh, drive around. I'm not going to do that. That bores me. Um, but it's just nice. Like for instance, like I did uh, did second road. 
And they're big, long roads. And if you was to walk it, even though you could probably spend much more time talking about stuff that's going on, um, you know, it, it's just a long, long video. And there'll be periods in that video where, to be honest with you, I'll get bored. So God knows what you must think. So, you know, it is um, it is quite an interesting option. Uh, right, I'm just scrolling there. Bring back the perm. No, didn't know. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not, I, I might be a few things, but I've never been ginger. Um, me mum loves me. <laughs> Uh, okay, scrolling down. Let's, let's catch up. So I'm going to talk about uh, the bar in a second. Gordon says, "Hey Trevor, who's that skinny fella doing your live streaming?" <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not. Oh man, I'm still fat. I've just lost a few fatness. That's all. I've gone down from being like really, really fat to just really fat now. But I'm getting there, mate. I'm getting there. Um, but I'll tell you what. Like the cycling, I went out Monday. We cycled. I don't know how far we went in the end, but it was about 50, 50 kil uh, kilometers. And uh, I've got to say, my knees can give me some jib at the moment. And uh, talking about uh, talking about people, about me, uh, Maureen, Maureen Strachan. Now, what a lovely lady she is. Uh, she's uh, Dave, who I go out cycling with. Uh, that's his mum. Uh, she's very poorly at the moment. So, Maureen, if you are watching, uh, I wish you a speedy recovery. I hope you get well soon. And uh, all the best to you. So, Maureen, take care, sweetheart. Take care. Uh, right, so where are we? Love the walkabouts, yeah, good. Uh, <clears throat> Dane Dewsbury and his traveling exploits. I'm good, my friend. How the devil are you? Uh, Gabby, <clears throat> excuse me, Gabby says the day five test is a deal break. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't do it, can you? That's just crazy. That's crazy. You know, listen, you come here, you, you've done what they've asked you to do, go off, and suddenly you've got it again, uh, and then you've got to go. I mean, come on, that's just mental. You know, nobody in their right mind would do that. Uh, the last batch of tourists near gone means more. I think I think there's a steady increase. But like you said, I mean, obviously, with the pass and go situation, there was a lot more coming in. And now they have trickled off. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Jay, what's the reason for water being so expensive? I suppose more. Yeah, you've got it on the, on the nail there, mate. You know, you get a guy like think about it. So number one, how big's the bottle of water? Generally speaking, it's, it's much bigger than the spirit. Um, and people tend to sip water rather than drink beer. So, you know, if you go in, a, if you're going into an Agogo bar and you get a bottle of water, you are going to a little sip, put it down. You know, that bottle of theirs lasted me, I don't know, a day, I suppose. But the point being is if I went into a nightclub and I'm not a nightclub, I'm going to go go by and I'm drinking a bottle of water, they know that A, I'm not drunk and B, or I might not, I might be drunk just trying to get a bit of water in the system. Um, but they know, generally speaking, you're not going to be drunk. And also what you are going to be is you're going to be sipping that water. So they now know, yeah, okay. Do you know, for, don't forget, guys, this is a business, okay? This is not really for your, well, of course, it's for your entertainment, but it's the focus is for them is to make money. So they, they build a beautiful place. They fill it full of beautiful girls. You come in and you spend, spend, spend. They make their money happy days. I think I the other day said to me, oh, yeah, you got me. I, I remember I did the video about the bar managers. And all I was doing was just saying, look, there's a lot of things that people perhaps don't take into account when they commit to being a manager here. And, you know, I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do a manager's job. It's just so demanding. And not just the hours, but everything. It, it was in the video I did the other day. But anyway, this guy said to me, you've got to be an idiot to run a bar here. Well, those idiots are the ones that give you the opportunity to sit in the bar. So, you know, let, let's, uh, let's think about it that way. You know, just food for thought. Food for thought. Um, 
Do I think it will get busy with day one and day five? Truthfully, I think no. I mean, you know, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't travel. I wouldn't travel because at the end of the day, it's just that period. You know, you walk around, especially here, like we are the hotspot of Thailand right now. I think, I think, think we've got more COVID cases here than in the entire uh, area of Thailand. So I believe. Now, don't hold me to it. I'm not saying I'm absolutely on the nail, but that's what I'm led to believe. So in that case, why would you possibly fly Pass, pass, come here, fail, 10 days, as hasta la vista, baby. You know, you'd be mental, wouldn't it, really? Uh, Chris, Chris, says it won't, Chris says, it won't feel like Velcro when you get, yeah, I can't, I'm going to shave off, mate. I, I'm really not enjoying it. Uh, really not enjoying it. Uh, looking to come in April. Yeah, April's a good shout, mate. April's a good shout. Uh, yeah, Darcy there, people need to live this five-day testament. Yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. Um, my first trip in Pattaya was 1985. Last trip was 2015. I do not drink too much and had the time of my life. Girls are really going, do not care if you drink. Yeah, exactly, my friend. Absolutely spot on, mate. Absolutely spot on, Richard. They don't care. And that's the thing is they don't care. At the end of it, it's just literally, are you buying drinks? That's it. Our wet T-shirt contest. Well, Years and years ago, uh, La Patea had one, Dave Simpson and uh, Jules, his brother, and that, and I did the photography for them, and that was at the uh, beach club in John Tien. It was, I can't remember the actual name of the beach club, um, but it's right down, right, right down, way down in John Tien, and they did a beach party there, wet t-shirt. That was, that was interesting. That was fun. Um, and they did another one, um, which actually got raided. Uh, we did that. I was one of the judges uh, also doing the photography, and that was at uh, the New Nordic, the New Nordic in Pratimus. That was a, that was a while back. God, yeah. But yeah, that's that. Uh, they they don't do them. They don't do them. Um, uh, preference says I think the five day, fifth day test we've gone soon. I hope so. Well, yeah, I hope so too. You know, obviously they're introducing the uh, the uh, Thailand pass and go, isn't it? First of Feb, I believe. So pass and go and come back in five days time. So it's kind of like pass go and just hold on. So let's hope they do bin it off. You know, it's a step in the right direction. I mean, I'm still amazed. I've got to be fair. I've got to be fair. I'm still amazed that they've allowed the bars to continue and the, and the restaurants. You know, and I'll, I'll show you this in a minute. This is hilarious. Um, in fact, I'll do that in a second. But, you know, I'm amazed that they allow that. So talking about stuff, right, here you go. So I'm going to just bring up some updates for you. So did you know, did you know that the Windy Beach Walking Street, Pattaya present 808 pool party. Starting this. So, so 808 now, uh, dealing with all these different things, starting at 2 p.m. Now, who's ever heard of 808 opening at 2, a, uh, 2 p.m.? It doesn't happen. So I'm guessing what they're doing is they're trying to adapt. And here's the funniest one. This one really cracked me up. So Fahrenheit, now we know Fahrenheit, is now a bistro and <laughs> So Fahrenheit, Bistro and Lounge. Would you like milk in your tea, sir? In your coffee? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I don't blame these guys. I really, really don't. What they're doing, absolutely on the nail, I understand. But Fahrenheit, Bistro and Lounge. I mean, honestly, really? You know, 808 is now going to do a 2pm 2 2 pool party. You know, but I admire these guys for for basically doing what they can and you know trying to get around what they've got to get around in order to uh, 
to survive. But Fahrenheit pastry. Oh, dear. Um, Michael says, I'm currently scheduled to come there the end of March for two weeks, but I think I'm going to, well, don't cancel. Just hold on. Just hold on. Don't cancel. You know, there's nothing worse than canceling. And then suddenly, you know, we might get a knee jerk reaction from the Thai authorities where they say, do you know what? We're going to stop the fifth day one, in which case it's Thailand past the going and you come. So don't cancel just yet. I would literally leave it until the very last moment and see what happens. You know, if, if you get to that stage, fantastic. Um, so regarding the adapter, uh, all you need is the plug adapter. The adapter plug is all you need. So I'm guessing, yeah, Davey says no. Uh, my condo had the same plug like home uh, two Rambler. So I'm guessing, you know, that's the answer to your question there, that uh, basically speaking, you should be okay. Uh, has the coconut bar? Well, the coconut bar, yes. So if you're not sure where that is, that's on Beach Road. I walked down there the other day, and uh, there, there, there was a few coconuts. Not as many. There are not that many had fallen from the tree, um, but there, but uh, there is a. Uh, me, Mike. There is, there is, uh, there is a few. There is a few. Uh, sugar, sugar. Yeah, yeah. Nick's got it open. Uh, I'm going to go and see Nick next week. But yeah, he's open. So, you know, good. Where's your favorite place to get noodles in Pattaya? Uh, Pattaya. Ooh, now, when you say noodles, if you mean like like spaghetti bolognese and all that kind of stuff, uh, if you go to the junction of Soy Bacow, Soy Lenky and Soy Diana, there's a noodle shop there. There, She's been there years. Very, very popular. And uh, it's got a huge, hugely good reputation here. Um, so that's one place. Me personally, I've got to say, only because I've been going to for years, it's kind of like I don't like change. Once I'm happy, I'm happy. Uh, but there's a lovely lady in Soy LK. And as you go in there, she's on the right-hand side, second, uh, first? First or second? The first? No, she's the first. First stall on the right-hand side, lovely lady. Really, really nice. And food's top drawer. Uh, Sugar came up and says, bring a power board from home country and a single plug adapter saves the hassle. All right, there we go. Um, Samuel says, Trevor, are you living your best life? Um, good question, that mate. I'm perceived to be living the dream. I'm perceived to be, you know, happy and all the rest of it. Truthfully, I would be living my best life when we're allowed to enter. Uh, provincial travel and i know you can so that before people say well you can um because of where i live i live in a very tiny very remote uh thai village which is predominantly full of elderly people so because of that um i'm not allowed to uh to go because they're so scared about uh, if i test positive i've got to do 10 days isolation which i can't do if Mo comes to see me, she has to do 10 days. She goes back and we've got two kids, so she can't do that because of school, et cetera, and all that stuff. So right now, um, it's not as good as it may perceive to be. Am I living the best life in terms of my entire life? Looking back over 54 years, uh, I would say probably the best time of my life was when I was in the army. I loved the forces. That was great. Um, I'd say right now is the most but i'm not relaxed i'm absolutely running myself in the ground if i'm being truthful because i'm trying to do everything and you know it's just mental i mean look two o'clock in the morning and then i'm going to go to sleep for a couple of hours and then at, at six o'clock in the morning i've got to speak to mo 
children, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm off out doing work, you know. So, um, but no, I mean, I love it. In terms of, is this the best country I've ever been to in terms of like spending long time? Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, I love time. You know, they'll carry me out of here on a box. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I'm, I wouldn't say it's the best. Probably the best time my life was in the army. The army saved my life. It saved my life. Hi, Trev. I'll try again today. Rumours have it. A bridge from Patea to Wahin. Love yourself. May I can't see that. I can't see that. I mean, they did the ferry. Do you remember they done the ferry? What was that 2017? I think they launched the ferry. And, uh, you know, that that couldn't deal with the with the uh, the sea. The sea was too choppy. It was too dangerous. So they thinned that off. I mean, oh, if they did, it would be amazing. Because right now, it's a complete ball lake. It really is. You know, you want to go to Wahin, you want to go to, uh, to, to uh, Phuket. Obviously, you know, you can, you can fly, but the point being is by car, you've got to go all the way up, all in through Bangkok, which is an absolute nightmare, all the way down. You know, it's a long old trek. If they was to bung a, a bridge across, it would be fantastic. I really can't see it happening, but uh, yeah. Uh, Rich says, I mean volt. So he's talking about the volt difference between uh, the voltage here in Thailand and the voltage that you need back in your own country. Do you need a converter or an adapter as such for the voltage? Um, couldn't agree more Frank could not agree more my friend you know people would realize how many bars are in Pattaya even if only 30% of bars are open that would still leave a low it really is you know and it's such a shame because you know at the end of the day uh, you know the guys are, are putting him they're not even here they're not even here and they're, they're telling people don't go it's dead it's on its ass and they're not even here like I say, watch watch the next three videos, Friday, Saturday, and, and uh, Monday's video. I'm out and about of an evening. Watch them, guys. I rest my case. And it's an honest video as well. I'll tell you how many bars are open. When I'm walking past, I'll tell you how many girls are in each bar. I'll tell you, you know, how many customers they've got. It's honest. So, you know, you make your own decisions, guys. You, are, you make your own decisions. South London is more dangerous. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Without that, I've had more. I've had more rows there than I can ever imagine. You, know, you walk around Wandsworth and all around that area. Oh, you're having it. Uh, have you ever seen a relationship last between a 70 year old Falang and a mid twenties Thai girl? For me, I find that difficult. Well, okay, let's be honest, right? And, and I'm going to be straight with you, right? So, I'm, uh, apologies if I upset you. And I don't know if you're the guy that's 70, but why are you why are you even considering a relationship with a girl that's 20, 25? That's ridiculous, mate. To be fair, being honest, I'm not being rude. Because, you know, okay, physically, I'm sure you must think you've won the lottery, but there's more to life than physical attraction. You know, mentally, you've got to be able to connect. And, you know, at 20, 25, I was a complete whirlwind. And why would I possibly want to spend time with somebody that's still experiencing their life, has got to find their feet and, and start to, you know, develop into a into a, a grown adult um you know 17 to 20 ridiculous if you're 70 you should be bouncing around like looking at like 40 40 year olds you know because it, the, the thing about the Thai women out here me personally um the thing that i think is that they age incredibly well you know they really do they look they look so young yet they're so old i had a girl the other day i, I did a photo for her and uh, did a photo session she was working put a picture on the, on a couple of social media platforms and I, this guy said to me, he said, you should be ashamed of yourself uh, uh, photographing underage children. She was 31. I'm like, dude, are you, are you serious? Like, have a word with yourself, you know, have a word with yourself. 
but yeah, they age so graciously. So, you know, 70 or 20, uh, to be fair, it shouldn't work because there's just such a huge void mentally rather than just physically. All right, let's keep going. Uh, well, Peaceful says it's a cash grab. I was positive on the 3rd of Jan. Uh, we got to stay in my hotel. Last step was sending insurance to Bangalore. Hospital. Then from nowhere, I was instructed to report to Bangalore and pay 35,000 baht. That's mental, isn't it? Mental. Uh, Daniel says, what is the better and safer uh, for the bars? Pay with cash or pay by a credit card? Um, I mean, you know, if you'd have gone back like, you know, 10, 15 years with credit cards, of course, there was all the, the scams, not just here, but there were scams um, all over, you know, all over the world with credit cards. I mean, at the end of the day, cash is king, isn't it? If you, if you got the cash, just pay it. I, I appreciate you probably don't walk around with a wad of cash. Um, but like we were talking about earlier, you know, I, I very rarely have heard any, any uh, reports of any stuff like that. So any muggings and stuff. So I wouldn't worry about that side of things. Um, I, I always carry cash. You know, the only time I pay by card is if I'm in like, say, um, I want to say Tesco's. I was told off the other day because they've sold it now. It's not called Tesco's. What's it called now? It's called something else. It looks like Tesco. So I call it Tesco. But anyway, in there, that, that's right. But no, I wouldn't worry. About it. I'll just pay cash, pay cash. It's easy. Uh, let's just scroll down. All right, where are we? Well, well, I'll tell you in a couple of minutes, I'll update you on the bar, uh, show you what we're doing. So it's, uh, we've gone from like, um, we've gone from like just plodding. And now like, it's like, it's like, like Steve's gone from being like someone's plodding around in a whole, in an old like, you know, mini Cooper to now he's got, he's got in a Ferrari and we're like, we're like, <clears throat> and he's like, we've got to do this, we've got to do that, we've got to do that. And, and he's, it's, so yeah, we're going to open. I think, I think. We could be open next week, but I'll go through that. Uh, Dutch says, Trevor, I like your honest balcony sessions. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. I mean, if there's topics you want me to discuss that I can, that I might know anything about, you know, I don't know everything by a long, long way. You know, I just know bits and pieces, but if there are topics you'd like to like me to discuss, you know, guys feel free, drop me an email. I'm more than happily, you know, trying my best. I'm not saying I can do it, you know, but I will have a look into it and try and find out. Um, Love the videos, thank you. Right, okay, I'm gonna school. Uh, that's the popcorn and the kettle black abusing man. Yeah, I know it's mad, isn't it? It doesn't make no sense, it really doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're an idiot for being a bar manager, but I'm gonna come and have a beer. <laughs> Hello, where did that come from? Um, right, I'm just gonna scroll down, let's catch up, then I'm gonna update you on the on the uh, we've got a couple of parties. If you're here, if you're here, there's a couple of parties I want to talk to you about. And uh, I'm also going to uh, update you on the uh, progress of the bar, which I say is going to be open next week, I reckon. Could be open next week. Um, all right. Dutch says, in Fahrenheit, the food is just on the right temperature. I bet it is. I bet it is. Um, well, I'm just scrolling down. I want to catch up, and then we're going to go. What I, what I am going to do is when, uh, when Alfie gets out here and I'll do my live stream, I'm going to get him to ping up comments that I, I, I don't want to miss. Um, Stephen, thank you as a fiver to buy a new motor drink out of Northland, mate. That's my boy there. Look, that's my boy when he was younger. See him there. That's my boy. That's my old place. So I had a pool villa, 
And uh, yeah, before I moved up north, nothing wrong with that, mate. But thank you very much, my friend. Very, very kind of you. Um, oh, let's keep going. All right. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about, let me just scroll down, just make sure I'm not missing anything. I, I know I missed a few. Um, he says, that's why I just started watching your channel over this weekend. You can tell that you're honest with giving information. I just, you know, I just say how I see it, mate. That's it at the end of the day. You know, that's all I can do. I just see it how I see it. Um, I say how I see it, sorry. Um, but uh, one thing is for sure, don't come to me for any technical advice. I really am rubbish at that kind of stuff. Uh, Mike, is Paddy Jimmy okay, Trev? He's not here. Yeah, Jimmy's okay, mate. He's okay, but uh, yeah, he, he's okay. He's okay. Uh, do I think bolt taxes will eventually kill off BART buses and motorbike taxes because to me that's part of the Halloween I don't think they will kill off the BART buses um, because quite frankly the BART bus is fantastic I mean it really is literally you, I mean I used it the other day just jump on Bosch done finished and um, the motorbike taxis that's a different ball game because you see the motorbike taxi areas are generally speaking run by like that kind of circle of uh, you know what I'm saying and they kind of dictate the pricing. So they're having it tough at the moment because, you know, here's an example. I have, I have two taxi guys, two taxi ranks opposite me here. And uh, for me to go from here into town, it ranges from 80 to 100 bar. If I go on the Bolt app, it's 30 bar. Now, one of the guys is, is someone I've known a while, so I, I use him at random, uh, random times. But there are other times I can get a car, an air-conditioned car, Bear in mind, he's 80 to 100 bar. I can get an air-conditioned car of a 65 bar. So they are causing a lot of uh, a lot of issues in terms of like the motorbikes. They seem to be getting less and less traffic. So I'm not sure where it will end, but certainly they're having an effect on the area. And what's 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 one of the other things is uh, you know how long can they sustain those kind of that kind of money? Because I'm guessing. Once all the tourism returns, they're not going to carry on like that, are they? Maybe it's just a short-term plan where they know that there's not a lot of people here, so they're just going into the price war. When everyone comes back, I'm guessing that they might say, well, look, there's thousands and thousands of people here now. We don't need to be at that level. Let's increase our prices. Not sure. That's it. Changnoi, you're a good man. Lotus. That's it. Lotus, yeah. Not Tesco now. It's Lotus. And isn't Lotus owned by 7-Eleven? I think the 7-Eleven uh, group own Lotus now, which used to be Tesco's. They bought them out. Uh, I do wonder, guys, would everyone be okay with Trevor taking a break for a week or two so he doesn't burn out? If okay, one if okay or two, if not. I don't want to, mate. I don't want to. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm tired. Of course I'm tired, and I've got a billion things on the go every single day, but I enjoy it. And, you know, it's just my style. Things will eventually get easier, or I'll just go, go out and, in a bang. <laughs> But no, I enjoy it, man. I appreciate the concern. You know, I appreciate your, your, you know, your thoughts about that. But I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I'm mean, yeah, of course I'm tired. But hey ho, what it is. Um, see now, there you go, there you go. See now, that's a classic example of a tit that hasn't been over here and doesn't actually know because he hasn't been here for a while. Yes, they do, Uncle Alfie. So when you get your big ass out here, you'll see it. See, should have been on Discord, shouldn't you? Anyway, but yeah, they do have uh, quite a few of the go-go bars and that now. They all, they've all got this, uh, it's a, what do they call it, not chip and pin. Um, but basically, you, they, they give you this this scan thing and on your, on your, like I've got Cassie Corn, so I can scan it and it blips it and it pays them instantly. But yeah, you can do it. 
Alfie, 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 shame on you. Um, Ray says, I think you could do a lot for your health if you stop trying to please all your viewers. There are likely 10% of them that are not worth it. Oh, yeah, for sure, mate. You know, for sure. I mean, it's it's just, it's been funny. It's been funny. Um, it's it, I get what you're saying, and I do appreciate that. But, you know, I'm always going to get people that will doubt you. I mean, it's like, you know, take things like Mike Tyson, okay? So I think Mike Tyson is the most prolific boxer in the history of boxing, personally. But there's about a million, more, probably more than that, that hate him. So, you know, him as an individual, he's got half the people love him, half the people hate him. I'm, I'm just getting used to it. You know, I've got to be honest with you. When when the trolls attacked me and, and started going on and all this, all this bullshit they came out with, it did get me very down. And, of course, like, I've, I've, I've mentioned this before about I suffer with depression, have done for, for many years, and I was very, very ill at one time. Um, but I've kind of like got through it. They did tend to push me back into that, which was really sad because I allow people that are not worthy of, of the shit on my shoe to, to create the, the pains that they did. But now I just, I don't, I don't acknowledge them. I don't, I'm not interested in them. They just instantly gone bye bye and my life's good. So, you know, all, all happy days, mate. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, all right. So let me just scroll. I want to scroll. I want to update you on the bar. Uh, The only good thing about a motorbike is they can squeeze through the traffic. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Seven uh, Eleven, a franchise. They are a franchise, but they're they're um, overseen by the corporate company. They they have to they have to buy into it. Um, so that's where Lotus is. Yeah, Lotus. That's got it. Thank you very much, guys. Um, Soy Six had swipe machines in the nineteen sixties. <laughs> I'm not sure about there, but they've got them now. You know. Had, had Alfie been actually out here, he could have given you an actual an, a proper answer. But there you go. He's shot himself in the foot. Shame on you, big A. Shame on you. Uh, right. Okay. So where are we with the bar? Let's update you. So we are looking at uh, we are looking at opening the doors. I think I think it's going to be next week, which scares me immensely. But I think there. Uh, what's been happening? Steve's been very very busy. So now we've done our kitchen. Our kitchen is complete, and uh, that's for for the food and for our licensing. So that's all good. That's all in place. Um, Sound system. Our sound system is somewhat, uh, somewhat uh, excessive, <laughs> and that's just one block. There's four blocks like that. Four blocks. Yes, I, I say it again. Four blocks. If you look at that picture, you can see there. There's a over by the step ladder on the right side. There's a TV, and where it says one, two, three, four, five, six, we are going to have six 65-inch TVs all. Uh, lined up together for one large screen, so you can watch the watch the sport and stuff. And I'll talk about that in a second. Um, here's our balcony, so we are going to put a grass turf upstairs, uh, fake grass, and we're going to put the tables out there. You can see those uh, those bit. I'll show you this one here, uh, so you can sit up there, have a beer. We will put parasols and everything upstairs, so you can you'll be shaded, and uh, that's a view from our security camera. So you can see the, the wooden plinth there. We'll put the bar stools, and behind that area will be normal tables and chairs. Um, so that's where that's where um, that's where we are with everything. So yeah, it's looking good. I'm pleased with how we're going. It's quite well. It's not quite. It's extremely exciting, and uh, it really is. It really is. So uh, I will find out on Sunday. Listen, listen, listen. There's nothing to find out. I've told you, mate. End of. Simple as that. Off. Oh, don't know what that means. Um, yes, it's a function one sound system rated at twenty thousand kilowatt per setup. Yes, welcome to Stephen's world. Uh, I think that well, the last the last block of amps he showed me was forty thousand watts. So, 
Uh, well, here now here's the thing. So let me right. So uh, Barney says, "Will you have Legion, mate?" So what's going on now? Right here we are. So originally, I wasn't into any of this sports malarkey whatsoever, as in like streaming all the games and all that stuff. And recently, Steve said to me, he said, listen, we're going to have all these TVs. We're going to have all this stuff going on. Let's maximize the use of it. Why don't we do sports? And I said to Steve, well, the trouble is with that really, is that you need someone on site all the time to be able to put them on and deal with it. Because, you know, it's unfair to ask the girls to do it. You know, they're under immense pressure as it is. I don't want to add to their worries. And so now we've got an experienced, very, very good guy that's been here a long time. that's going to help us out with that side of things. So now we're going to stream all the sports. And the big game will be on this huge six six screens, uh, sixty five uh, inch TVs, and um, so we are going to show all the sports. And um, it'll be UFC, uh, the World Cup coming up, all these kind of sports. We're now going to show, which wasn't the original plan, but like Steve said, you know, if we can get people through the door during the day to watch a bit of sport, fine. What Stevens also said is that come midnight, we instead of being 11 o'clock at night, we'll come to midnight when we'll open the nightclub because that then gives people the opportunity to watch the game, particularly if it's like a, if it's a four o'clock or a kickoff in the afternoon or three o'clock, then that will be 10 o'clock our time, 11 o'clock. So we're going to do that. Regarding the headphones, so what we are also doing is come in and see, we've got a novel little thing going on. So basically, there's all these TVs around and Steve's got this system which cost an incredible amount of money but you can, we'll give you a, a, an earplug to put in there, so you can hear the hear the the game, and you can also talk to your mates, and you can control the volume and that kind of stuff. Yeah, <whistles> going to be something special. Um, so that's where we are with that. Uh, the girls have got the uniforms uh, designed now; they're going to be delivered next week. Uh, we've got two cashiers. That was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. So, one of the questions that I was asked by the company that are making the the uh, stuff is, what size do we need the girls? So I said to the girls, look, you know, what kind of size do you want? Do you want S, M, L, what size do you want? And the girls come back to me and said, I want M, I want S, I want an L. And then I went back to the guy and said, look, yeah, he said, well, is that tight sizes or is that phalanx sizes? Because, like, we can cut to different. I said, well, I don't know. Anyway, ultimately what it ended up meaning was I had to say to him, how big are your boobs? And I said to Steve, I said, I can't ask that, mate, because we've got a line group with all of our staff and everything. I said, I can't ask him that. I mean, come on, like, excuse me, you've got fried eggs or melons. Yeah, I can't be doing that. So anyway, Stephen went straight into the line group and said, Trevor needs to know what size your tits. Oh, man, I was like, mate, you've just hung me out. And I'm like, I didn't say that. But anyway, but so we sorted that bit out. We sorted that bit out. Uh, but, yeah, so it was, uh, it was fun. Um, till everyone robs the earphones. Well, you know, I would like to think that A, they won't because B, they're useless. You know, you, you they're not going to be a proper set where you're going to have a set or anything like that. They're just, it's just going to be, an, and I believe, this is what I believe, is that it's tuned into a radio frequency, which then goes to the, t I'm not quite sure. But anyway, I don't think people will. If they do, well, you know, they do. If they don't, well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully people will come and enjoy what we're offering rather than try and rob us. Um, the Super Bowl, yep, yep. All of these, uh, all of these, all of these sports will be. And the nice thing is, is so imagine this, right? Imagine this: you come into the bar, we'll shut the door, so it'll be aircon. You've got a huge, enormous screen with, I think there's ten other TVs all the way around, and you've got at least forty thousand watts of volume. You will feel like you're actually at the game. You will be there. It'll be like massive, and it can be surround sound. So when the when the when they go, yeah, 
the, the sound of it, yeah, I think it'll be amazing. I think it'll be brilliant. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that aspect. Looking forward to that. Um, just ask a deposit for the earplug. Yes, well, well, see, the other side of the thing as well is maybe not so much an earplug deposit, but what will be is on the bin, it will say uh, that they, they've got an earplug. So when the cashier goes to check bin, she'll be looking, and it'll be a big thing says in, in whatever colour, whatever, it'll be say earplug, and she'll go, oh, I need the earplug. So, yeah, I don't think people will steal it. I mean, really, does that kind of stuff go on nowadays with grown people, grown adults? I don't know. Uh, with the Mighty Whites on, Oh, the Arsenal get obviously, you know, we have to have priority. So, uh, but anyway, but so, but we'll cover everything, not just the sports. So, like, um, if there's something that's going on, might be a, a national event or an international event, maybe athletics, you know, all these kind of things. It might be a concert, a music concert. I, I don't know yet. You know, the beauty of what we've got is we've got the ability to do everything. And like Steve put, he, he put it in Discord earlier. Um, he, he's got something like, uh, where are we? Hang on, let me just tell you. We have now got. Uh, for the uh, internet connection. So I think it's one gigabyte. Uh, one, here we go. Right. He's put Trevor will be pleased. Uh, let me scroll. Sorry, guys. Just give me one second. I want to, I want to give you the facts so you know what we've got. Um, I was scrolling up the other day. Four, oh, yeah. Oh, I right, see. So yeah. We've got four times 10,000 watt amps uh, and a feed off of a PEA box to run into. Oh, mate, I don't understand it. It's going to be loud, but it doesn't have to be loud. Um, So Stephen said, and I reckon by the time each is pulling 10,000 watts, everyone will be dead anyway. Uh, I can always put a fan outside blowing on the main PA. So they were talking about overheating stuff, but he reckons, yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be fantastic. But he has put in there, uh, where are we? Where's the, uh, we've, got in, we've got a super, super fast internet connection, which would be great for you guys. So if you want to connect on, you can. And uh, we're going to do live streaming. Um, we've, we've got a couple of really cool, really, really cool. When I say live streaming, live streaming point to me this, so don't worry, it won't be anything like that. Um, but we've got some really cool ideas we're going to throw at you, which you're going to love. Really, really good. Um, okay, cinemas in the UK are offering a similar thing through infrared earphones. Wow, wow, nice. I mean, but it, but this, this is the thing that mystifies me is like you go into a bar and you'll have a beer and you watch a screen that's silent. Not my cup of tea, to be fair. I like the atmosphere and listen to the commentary and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> which bar would you recommend to watch the Premier League? Uh, I'm a Liverpool fan. Well, I mean, you know, you, there's, there's so many. That's the beauty of this city. There are so many places that you can pick and choose. You know, you might have an incredibly great experience going down a random soy, sitting in a single bar on your own. They just put the game off and you sit having your beer and enjoy it. You can go to places like iRovers, you know, Witherspoons, all these places that are more dedicated sports bars. And you'll have a fantastic time there. You know, it really depends on on uh, like what you're looking for. You might want air conditioning. You might want open bar. You might want uh, predominantly all the screens on one. You know, but you, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, just do the TV sound via <clears throat> Wi-Fi, and people can do it via their mobile phone. Okay, that's a good idea. I'll put that to Steve. I, I, like I say, guys, you know, I'm, I'm a te technical dinosaur here, so, you know, I don't really know. Uh, the biggest problem is numerous requests to change channels. Well, what we'll do is we'll have like the main game on the main big six by 65 inch TVs. Um, that'll be on there. There's 11, I think it's 10 or 11. And you know, the thing is the TVs work for us in terms of the fact that 
imagine if you came and say there was say just for argument's sake say there was 50 tvs there well that would suit everybody because come the night time when we turn it into the nightclub into escape we can put all kinds of stuff on there you know we can do like random spin around things and you know put them all together so they they link you know all that kind of stuff um now talking about what's going on here so this is now this is really interesting now this talks about this shows you about the progression let me give it that comment one second um, this shows about the progression of the world in terms of, I was just randomly like just looking around about stuff. And I came over an article that said this, it says Patea is home to many skyscrapers and it is home to the third tallest building in Thailand. That That is a reflection. That is a reflection. Jomtien beach ocean front tower. It's 234 meters tall. And it was a relatively dated article. And I thought, well, okay, that's interesting. So I started to do a bit of a dig around. And uh, on another said article, the conflicting was that this, well, not conflicting, but what happened then was recently, this is a more recent article. It says here, Patea's reflection Jomtien Beach oceanfront is a prominent skyscraper in the quaint resort city. And it's also the tallest building here, as in in the city. Blah, 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 blah. It says, did you know is also the 14th tallest building in all of Thailand? So it's gone from being third to now 14, 55 stories. But here's where it gets really interesting, like seriously interesting. So I thought, well, let's see how that compares. You know, where are the tall buildings around the world and how do we compare to the rest of the world? So you can see here, this is where it gets super scary. China, okay has got 2,692 buildings over 150 metres high, 917 buildings over 200 metres high, and 101 buildings over 300 metres high. And if you look down at number nine there, there we are. We've now got three buildings that are over 300 metres high. We've now got 26 buildings that are over uh, 200 metres. So you can see there we've significantly grown as a country, but what, well, I mean, what is going on in China? And here you go, just so you can see, the tallest building in the world is the Bri Khalifa, 828 metres high. 828 metres high. That is, unless I'm mistaken, isn't that half a mile high? And then you got the the Medica, the Shanghai Tower, and the uh, Abraj Ajbay Clock Tower. Can't spell that. Eight hundred and twenty-eight meters high. <clears throat> Can you imagine? I mean, how long would it take to go from the ground floor in a lift all the way to the? That's that's got to be that's got to be. I don't know. Ten minutes? I, I honestly don't know. How long do you think the lift would take to go from the ground floor all the way up to the very top? So imagine that you're you're uh, you're at the very top. Well, you're going to do that at least once up and once down a day. How many hours of your life working in that building would you spend in a lift? And more importantly, if the lift was to go tits up, you ain't going to survive that bad boy, are you? Do you know what I mean? But that's incredible. Imagine the view. The view up there must be just phenomenal. It really, really must be phenomenal. And uh, what I'd like to do, and I can't, I've had a little look, just had a sneaky peek, but I can't. I actually wanted to, to uh, try and get in the waterfront and have a, uh, get myself up to the top to see what's going on, but I couldn't do it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that lift, 
So it's got to be, it can't be one, because if it broke, it would just explode. It would, it would be mental if, it, if the cables, God forbid, ever snapped. So there must be like, you go up stage, come out, next one, go up stage, come out. It must be staggered, I would have thought. I, I'm not an engineer, so maybe you guys can help me on that. But how long would that take? Oh, dear. Uh, anyway, there you go. So uh, at Vertigo, I get two foot, uh, Vertigo at two foot, yeah. I mean, well, I'm an ex-window clean, so I don't mind heights. Uh, Trevor, put the kind of potato, 702, test go three weeks, is it worth it? Uh, 7th of Feb. Ooh. If you can push it back at no cost, maybe push it back a couple of weeks, see what happens, mate. See what And the population goes up, so do builders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it just blew me away. I was just thinking, let's have a look and see how we compare to the rest of the world. And uh, that was outrageous. That was just outrageous. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. So there you go. Now, um, are you here? If you are, look at these pair of Bobby Dazzlers. So there's a party coming up on Friday, uh, Friday at the Whisper Lounge. Uh, if you're not sure where the Whisper Lounge is, uh, you can either just Google them, check them out on Facebook, or go on our Discord page. There's all the information there. Uh, so they've got a party on Friday. That's coming up. Starts at 2 o'clock. Uh, you're going to get a welcome shot, discounted bucket offer. I think he's doing, like, uh, buy five, and you get charged for the price of four food girls and stuff etc etc and also following that if that wasn't enough saturday we've got uh the uh, club fate which is in uh, soy boomerang they're having a party and again there you can see their tunes shots free food late etc uh, etc et so don't say nothing ain't happening because it is there you go two two parties and i'm thinking what will happen is as more and more things evolve and more and more parties get uh, pushed Pushed out there. I will update. I'll probably, I'm going to have an events page just on Discord where you can just go and see what's going on. It'll just be their poster. No conversation, nothing like that, just a poster. But yeah, so uh, all good. All good. Road safety. Here's a question for you. So I was I was talking to someone the other day. Um, in fact, actually, let's just come back to it one second because I've been asked a few questions. Let's go back to those. Um, Oh, Jay says, uh, I would think it would be several living. I think it has to be. It's got to be in it. It's got to be. You can't have a cable 828 meters long, surely. Um, it's a great view. Oh, mate, please send it. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. That's, uh, that, yeah, I'd love to see that. I went to, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, what's it called? Um, what's the one in Singapore? Two buildings with a big thing over there. So what's that called? I went to that. That was nice. That was a beautiful view. Um Oh, I can't remember. In Singapore, there's there's is it two or is it three? Uh big big towers, and there's a flat roof goes across the top. And I, I've been up to that one. That was nice. Um Sears Tower. I, I don't know anything about that, mate. Sorry, I can't answer you on that one. Um Mike says, I used to be a coal miner, Trev. Riding speed in the cage was 75 feet per second. That's going some, isn't it? That's going some. 75 feet per second. Jesus. Really? Wow. Um, one minute to reach the 120th floor of 140. One minute. One minute. So, okay. All right. Don't know. It's a bit scary, don't it? A bit scary. Uh, Mark says, I'm here now. Will the bark will be going to the bike? Yes. Yes, we are. We are going to both. So uh, please join us. Please join us. Jump on Discord. 
Um, Waylon said, I like your walking image. Yeah, they're going to keep coming. Plenty more of that. The girl in me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Adolphus says, oh, thanks. I enjoy the show and information about Pattaya. Looking forward to return soon. Well, I hope you get back here soon, my friend. That would be great. Uh, Petronas Towers in Kuala Lumpur. Okay. Uh, Liba, Bangkok. Libu. I would like to. Do you know what? I do want to try and sneak up and have a look. Marina Sands Bay. That's it, mate. Thank you very much indeed. Right. Now, what was I talking about? Um, I lost my line. Of oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Um, road safety. So as you know, I've been riding around on my bike quite a bit and uh, been doing bits and pieces, et cetera. And, and someone said to me the other day, how would I improve the pedestrian road safety? And it's a good question. So I want to throw that back at you. How would you suggest Thailand improve the pedestrian road safety? And I would like to say, I mean, one of, one of the biggest things that we have the problem is, is there is a lack of pathways so certainly, like, like, for instance, Soi area, there is no given pathway for a pedestrian pretty much all the way along. So therefore, then you have to walk in the road. And, of course, you know, we know what the road conditions are like here in terms of the driving and stuff like that. So I guess really pedestrianisation, you've got to have uh, you've got to have pathways everywhere. You really do, because some of them are treacherous. Virtually all of the side soys, none of them have pathways, nothing at all. Uh, I'm actually frantically thinking about other than Beach Road, and parts of second road and third road, I don't actually know of designated pathways in the city centre. So I think really that's got to be something that uh, that you would uh, have to bear in mind. Um, he says no walking and texting. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've I've seen unfortunately, you know, I actually, oh, well, I was at the I uh, the I Rovers in LK Metro. I'd just come to the end, just turning, just turning left, go towards Soy Honey. And uh, there was a gentleman there. He was on his phone, wasn't looking where he was going, tripped over, landed on the floor, put his arm out. And as he put his arm out, a motorbike run over his wrist. And uh, that was really, really disappointing to see. Not so good for him either. Um, but, yeah, texting is a big problem. It really is. Um, so, yeah, that's not a bad – that's not a bad shout there, my man. Uh, don't walk in the road. Stephen, can I ask a question, my friend? And I'm not being rude, but have you been out here? Have you been out? Because it's impossible not to. It's impossible. There, there is there is no other option. So if you walk in Sobercal, uh, you can't walk unless you walk in the road, my friend. So I'm guessing, and, and nothing, you know, no personal, um, but I'm guessing you haven't been it. Because if you'd have been here, you'd know that you can't help but walk in the road. Um, road safety, Dave says, educate the Thai public how to drive. Good luck on that. I mean, did you did you see the video yesterday where the lady rode straight at me outside the um, the uh, Royal Garden Plaza? You know, I'm I'm just I'm going on the right side of the road, going in the right direction, and she's coming down the wrong side of the road, and she was riding at me, looking in the Royal Garden Plaza. Going, oh, when she moved around, now she would have just drove straight into me had she not looked around at that given moment in time. So uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it's just crazy, mate, crazy. And one of the things that uh, is quite a culture shock when you come out here, and it took me a while to understand, is you know when you go down the road, right? You're going down the road and, and you're like, beep. And you're like, what's wrong with you? Like? I'm not doing nothing wrong. They don't actually beep you to tell you you're doing something wrong. What they do is they beep you to tell you that they're coming through or that they're there or that just to make you aware. So it's quite interesting, like, how they, they do this beeping stuff. So, yeah. 
definitely a bit of a culture shock with the horns beeping all the time. But anyway, there you go. Um, don't change the rules. That's one thing I liked in Thailand was the lack of rules. Love the freedom. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, there, there are, you know, it is a very relaxed, very laid back kind of lifestyle. Here. There's no doubt about that. Uh, in terms of like relaxing the rules, I think some rules do need do need a bit of addressing. Let, let's be straight. You know, where else in the world can you like I've just said about that lady? Now, if if the policeman was stood there, he wouldn't have given a damn. He really, honestly, would not have said a word. He would like, yeah, whatever. And you know, you've got the the red lights. So you you can do a lefty, no dramas. How many times have you seen? How many times have you seen this? Right, so. They ride up to the to the crossroads, and their light is is red. So they then do an illegal left turn on said junction to then do a U-turn on said junction to come up to the other side. So they're now on this side over there to then do another illegal left turn and carry on going straight down as if they were going to go straight across. Happens all the time. It really does. Um, the power lines look dangerous around Pattaya. I, well, do you remember the video I did not so long? Well, I say not so long, but it was quite a while. But when it when that box exploded behind me, I shit me. I'm stood there chatting, away, right, guys, here, bang! Like, Whoa, what's going on there? And it just blitzed me. It, I mean, it didn't didn't touch me, but it was just a shock. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just mental. It was like, so yeah, they do pop, and it's quite good to watch because well, not good to watch, but when you when you're at, I'll tell you where you used to have the biggest problem all the time was Walking Street. Walking Street was hilarious. You know, you'd, you'd go down there, especially if it had been raining or it was raining, and they would just spark, and some of them would burst into flames. It was just, it was just so funny to watch. <laughs> not, not really that good, but it was so funny to watch. Um, you will never change. It's part of Patea. It is part of Patea, my friend, and even worse, it's part of Thailand. You know, when I go up to, to my village, it's exactly the same there. When I go into Karat, into the main city centre, it's... It's, do you know what? Give, give Karate its due. The road networks in Karate are fairly decent. But I would say that there are areas where it's just as bad. So, you know, you've got to, you've got to have your wits about you. And this is why I keep saying, guys, if you come out here, yes, you can ride a motorbike. Yes, you can hire a motorbike. Yes, you can get on them and dry it off. But please, you know, just if you're not proficient, and I, and I don't mean just like you can ride a bike. I mean, you've got to have your eyes everywhere. You really have everywhere you go. So please, guys. You know, just have a think about that side of things. Um, get rid of the flag carriers. Well, you know, they are no doubt on their way back. I have no doubt about that. Uh, see, so you can't even go up Beach Road the wrong way without bumping into bloggers. <laughs> I was on the right side of the road, mate. I was doing the right thing. She was in the wrong. <laughs> um uh, the Celtic koala, the even if there is a payment can be yeah. You know, I'll tell you where's where's really bad is if you go on the second road and you are soy seven and soy eight side. Guys, just really be careful that the, the they, they put these paving slabs down and they break and then they're like this and you're all going and you're in it, it, it really you've got to be so careful that you know that would be an interesting hospital statistic. How many people a year are admitted to hospital with ankle injuries or broken legs or knee injuries where they took a tumble? Because I can imagine a lot. I mean well, let's, let's just see. Let's throw out there. Who's, who's fell over? You fell over. Who's fell over walking around the streets here, not through any fault of your own, other than it was the pathway and you didn't see the, the, the hole or whatever. How many of you fell over? Um, 
Uh, Jay says, even if you have more foot passwords. Yeah, that's another thing. They ride down the foot. Honestly, I'd love to think, I'd love to see people's reaction when they, when they listen to people like me and watch other videos and, they say, and people saying it. Yeah, the motorbike just rides down the foot. And we talk about it like it's normal because it is normal. And people are like, really? Are you sure? Oh, yeah, it happens. It happens. Um, make them do a proper driving test. Not, no, they do. They do. Uh, oh, well, actually, no, for the car, for the car, uh, I don't believe they do. Well, they do, but it's not really a test. But the motorbike test is up by Regent School. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. I I've said this before. You go in and basically you park your motorbike, you go upstairs, you pay your money, you, you do things. thing. They, they make you watch an, an hour's video. Here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. The hour's video is in time. <laughs> so unless you can read and, and understand Thai, that's a, that's a waste of an hour of your life. Then you come out and they've got these tests. These tests are hilarious. These tests are hilarious. So the test, right, test number one, they've got a big circle, big circle, with loads of colored, colored dots. I think it's green, yellow, orange, red. And what they do, the, the guy sits there with his stick. You stand about, oh, it's, it's about three meters away, I would say. And he points at the colors, and you've got to tell him the colors. So you're going red, yellow, red, red yellow, orange. You do that for about 10 seconds. And he's like, okay. Then you have to sit down. And, and this is this is hilarious. You sit down. And honestly, it's like something out of the 1950s. There is a, um, there is a, a like a box. And inside the box are two prongs. And they're like, they're like this. Right? So they're like that. Right? So you're looking at them and they're like this. And you've got to get them level. And there's, two red marks inside the box where it's about that much distance. And you're looking at these two prongs like this. And, and so they're like that. You press this controller and they start come together and you've got to stop them when they're level or within this. It's so easy, but here's the best one. And I actually watched a lady fail this when I was up at Regents doing my, my uh, motorbike test. I actually watched a lady fail this, right? And I'm going to do it exactly as it is, right? This is no BS. This is God's own truth. So, you now sit down on a plastic school chair. On the floor is a button. It's like an accelerator and a brake. And in front of you, remember when you go down the fairground, you whack the uh, the bell and the, the, the lights go ding, 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 ding. You try to ring the bell. So imagine this now. Okay, imagine that you're sat on this chair. In front of you is said wooden board, but it's only about three foot, four foot high. They've got these lights. And and, and this is God's right? It goes green. Green, 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 red. And I'm kidding you not. It goes green, 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 red. So what you do is you press this button and it starts to go green. The lights are going green, 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 red. And you got to stop it before it gets to the red. And you're like, start, green, stop, job done. This lady, she was sat on this chair and she's going green. Green, green. I'm thinking, stop it, stop it, stop it. Green, green. And she, and she missed it, and he failed her. He sent her out. I was like, you can't be serious. How could you not see the green light going? Green, 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 red. I mean, honestly, that woman made my mum look like a proficient driver, and that's doing something. Love you, mum. But yeah, it was unbelievable. So that, and that's it. That's your test. So literally, you go and listen to an hour's worth of music uh, of a video you can't understand. You do the colours. You do the prongs, you do the, the light, pay your money, wait an hour, get your card. See you later. Bye-bye. However, 
That's if you've got an international driving license of your own country. If you haven't, you still do the exact same process, no dramas, but you go outside and you have to do a proficiency test. And this is even funnier. And those of you that have done this will know what I'm saying to you. So this is how it works. So you start at this line, right? And in front of you are three enormous tractor tires, massive tractor tires. And they're spaced, I would say, probably about 10 meters apart. So there's three of them. And you've got to zigzag your motorbike through. And then you've got this big white line. You've got to stop before the white line on the floor. I mean, if you hit them tires, you should not be on a bike. When you get to that said tire, uh, to that white line, you turn right. You go to another white line. You turn right. And then you've got to do a left turn. You do the left turn. You go around a little U-shape, and then he makes you stop. And in front of you, there's another line which you've got to drive towards. And there's a hexagonal box on the floor. You've got to stop your bike in the hexagonal box, which is approximately, I would say, I would say a good three times the length of your motorbike. So if you're riding at that and you go over the other edge, I mean, seriously, you should not be on a motorbike. And that's it. That's your test. There's your license. Go on, crack on, have a great day. My mum just put, I've never had an accident, Cheeky. Cheeky bastard, how many did you have be truthful? Oh, I, I'd, uh, well, I, well, actually, no, mum, that's, that's not fair. That's not fair. I didn't have, I, I remember when I raced my mate, through uh through uh where was that that's through Wimbledon High Street and I reversed and he was going he was going in forwards I was going in reverse and we spun around and I slammed into another car and I drove off up the hill. I did come back and, and uh sort it out but yeah um I think I've only had that one I'm trying to think now you got me thinking mum it's a long time ago you never had any accident you never managed to get the car out of the driveway um I'm trying to think how I many actually I had that one no, I think that's your uh, help me then, mother. If I've had more than that, because I can't remember. Um, the exploding box was fun. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? You'd stand in the road, like, and uh, oh, oh, no, you're at my one. Yeah, mate. Oh, you're at my one. Yeah, I didn't flip it. I weren't expecting that. I weren't expecting that. I'm literally, I'm just, I'm just stood there, ended up showing it. Bang! Fucking shit me sideways. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> On a serious note, would you cancel the 21st of February? No, we're 27th of January. You've still got virtually four weeks. Um, I would leave it until the last minute that you can cancel and see what happens. See what happens. If it stays as it is, I mean, June's got to be a safer bet, isn't it, to be honest. Um, I, I would say probably, you know, you need to just, just balance your books, mate. Have a look when it gets closer to the time. Um, my mum says, your car had more dents than I had spare tyres, not on my vehicle. <laughs> Honestly, mother, I didn't. I, you, you're exaggerating now. Right. Um, what's my favourite time of the year to be in Patea? Great question. Great question. I mean, one of the beauties of this place is the fact that predominantly right the way around, you know, 12 months of the year, we have the same kind of temperature in, in all honesty. I know we have our cold season. People go, cold season? But it's only cold at night time, and it is bloody cold. Uh, you know, I'm being serious now, especially if you go up, if you go further up north. Like when I go over there, I'm sitting there, I've got sweatshirt on, long trousers, woody socks. I'm like, bloody hell, it's freezing. It is cold. Um, so in that aspect, yeah, it does get chilly. We've got the rainy season. The rainy season is not so bad. It's more of an inconvenience than anything because 
The problem is, you see, is you you wake up in the morning, beautiful, clear, beautiful sky, hot day. You'll ride around or you go out for a couple of hours and suddenly you get the mother of all downpours and the places like rivers. It really, well, you've seen it. You know, you guys have seen it. Um, so that's, but I mean, favorite time of year. If you'd asked me pre what we're in now, I would have said for me personally, probably May, June, and July, because ironically, and I know it's one thing we're, we're I know it's the one thing we're complaining about, but for me back in the day, it was when it was quietest. So for me, it was nice to have a breath of fresh air where we weren't like rammed with, with so many people. So I would say back in the day then, right now, it doesn't really make any difference. But yeah, I mean, probably May, June, July time, they're, they're my favourite times when everything resumes to normality. Um, hey, Trev, Richie, bumped into Alfie the other day, top man. Okay, cool, cool. He's, he's a larger-than-life character, larger being the word. Um, anyone got an opinion on a better place to live, Central or Jom Tien? It depends on what you want, my friend. It really, You know, Jom Tien is very relaxed. Jom Tien is a nice area. It's very, very chilled area. Um, you know, it's a lovely place. The city centre, when things resume normality, can get very congested, very, very busy. It depends on what you like. You know, if you're a city kind of person, well, then go in the, into the central area. If you want to chill out, well, then, you know, jump, jump yourself back out into Jom Tien. It's only a bar, bus or a bolt rise, nothing. Uh, Chris says, I watched that video when the box exploded. It was the only one of those videos I've seen that you didn't say stay safe. Yeah, <laughs> I was in shock, mate. I was in shock. It was like, what on earth? I just so didn't expect I'm stood outside the triangle bar. I'm in soy chai and I'm just about to finish off. Yeah, you know, hit hit the light bulb. Bang! It's like, whoa, dear, what's going on? And I really, really did. Like, like Chris said, he, he watched it. I mean, yeah, it was funny. It was funny, but at the time I did uh, I did have a bit of a of a, of a movement going on. <laughs> um <clears throat> will I have a flag or do you know what's funny? We we're talking about a flag. Last last bulk crawl we had, I think it was 26 people. And we were talking about, you know, you should have a flag on. I'm not doing it. Yet. But what I do, what I was thinking about is the biggest problem with having so many people, it's great, fantastic. We have such a great laugh. We really do. It's getting people to check in in time so that we can get on the on the BART bus or the Songtel and, uh, and go off to the next place. So I am thinking of a clap. And then people know, all right, check in time. But can you imagine, right, you're sat in the bar and, and I'll be the same. You imagine when you're sat in the bar, some big group of guys comes in and some Muppet's got a, a fog on. I'm like, dude, what, the, what are you doing? Like, behave yourself. So I'm not going to do either of those. Um, people are saying the lift in the Khalifa is very fast. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd like that. I'm not sure I'd like that. Um, colorblind lady. No, no, she passed that part. It was the Green, 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 red. She she couldn't stop it before it got to the red. I mean, it was literally about five seconds before it got to the top. Um, Marley, hi, show. Great show as always. Many thanks. If you have a soft drink from one of the stalls bars, do they contain ice? And is the ice safe to consume? I'm guessing the tap water isn't great there. Uh, so the ice, we've got a huge ice company manufacturer that are on the railway road up here. Um, the ice is fine, mate. You know, I've been here 10 years. I've been coming here 13 years. I drink ice in my beer. Yes, I know people say, what? But the trouble is, if you buy a big bottle, 
it gets warm so quick. And when I go home and I sit outside on my, on my veranda, in my patio, whatever, I'm sitting in the garden, you know, it gets warm. So it's nice to have beer, uh, ice in your beer. I know, I know, I know. But anyway, but no, the ice is fine, mate. You're fine. Tap water, wouldn't suggest you drink the tap water. Uh, and, you know, even regarding showering, you know, if you shower, uh, try not to, to consume any water if you're showering. And if you are that sort of person that really does get a, a dodgy stomach with that kind of situation, I would even suggest going into 7-Eleven and buying some, um, uh, some bottled water just to brush your teeth in because – you know, you could find yourself in a bit of a, a dodgy stomach situation. I don't want that to happen. Uh, Mark says, I'm in Patel now. If you come, still plenty to do and lots of good times. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you'll see. Watch watch the video. There's a video out tomorrow, Saturday, and Monday. Watch the video. I cover all the nightlife areas, and uh, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. And if you are in any undecided, uh, if you're a bit undecided, shall I, shan't I, is it worth the risk? Have a watch of the videos. At least you'll get an idea what to expect. <clears throat> uh, Jason and Susan says, April looks good to us. Would you agree? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think the, the further you can, you can push it to the middle of this year, the safer you're going to be. I would like to think that realistically speaking, within the next month or so, that uh, they will drop this five-day return because it's just, you know, Nobody, nobody wants to come here, get the test before, get the test when you land, walk out, have a wander around, and then get caught. You know, that's just, you know, that's not, that's not fair, is it? Um, oh, Andy's here. Andy, greetings, young man. I'm sorry, I've missed you coming in the show, my friend. Uh, greetings to you, sir. Mike says, so the idea about having your name on the t shirts was a good idea, then. Then, uh, then you not forget their name. Well, yeah, you see, we're having a bit of an issue with the T-shirts. To be honest with you, we we really are. Uh, I'm currently in the middle of, um, I'm in the midst of uh, dealing with people in Bangkok. Uh, we're trying to find a cotton V-neck T-shirt and a cotton round-neck T-shirt that can be mass-produced because the costs are just phenomenal. They're just, you know, the the ones that we like these ones. This is what they call sublimation printing. And uh, it's just it's just fiercely priced. You know, it really is. And the trouble is you can't – I mean, you could get your name on each one, but it's just crazy money. And, and to be honest with you, it just – it defeats the object. You know, while, you know, you're going to get a T-shirt with your name on the back, you know, and it's going to cost you like 30 quid, 40 quid. It's just it's just not worth it. It really ain't. In my opinion, maybe you disagree. But for me, I think as an individual, like to pay 30 quid for a T-shirt, you know, a T-shirt like this that maybe it's got your name on the back or, you know, uh, you know whatever on your arm, whatever you want. I just think that's a lot of money for a T-shirt out here. I might be wrong. So anyway, we're trying to investigate um, T-shirts uh, up in uh, Bangkok that are going to be mass-produced, mass-printed, and we can bang them out for like a tenner a pop, and you know that'll be easy. And you know we'll have we'll have competition games up and give them away and all this kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> putting the horn sound on your phone counts as a pull on the horn. Yeah, it probably does, mate. To be honest with you, it probably does. <clears throat> Uh, I don't want to sound too stupid, but when places like Soibacal get flooded, do the water not just run on the... Well, here's the problem. Okay, it's not a stupid question, mate. It's, it's, a, you know, it's a valid question. So what happens is, first of all, the rain starts, and the drainage system deals with the rain. However, because we get so much rain so quickly, the drainage then backs up. It floods. It fills itself. So then it pushes the water back up. And that's why a lot of our streets, like if you go down Soibacal to Low, 
soy cow noy, soy nampaguan, and soy siam country. You go down all those four. Um, you go in there, and they are like full on waterfalls, like the, especially soy cow, uh, soy cow to and soy cow noy, because they're quite steep. The water just oh, I mean, it literally drags it drags motorbikes down the road. It really, really does. You know, Google it. Just Google like uh, rainstorm potato or, or floods potato, and watch it. You'll see it. And of course, from that situation, then what happens is the the drains backfill, so that floods the area. Beach road cannot cope. It cannot cope. I know it's saying it shouldn't it just go out to the sea, but it doesn't. And then what happens is certain segments of beach road where the water does go out, it washes the entire beach away. It really is bad. It really is bad. So yeah, you know when we get a flash flood here, oh dear, unbelievable. Jason says, I'm trying to get Susan to do the bar crawl in April with you, but she doesn't get yourself on the bar crawl. Everybody's welcome. It really is irrelevant. I Listen, Catherine, she's been on, she went on a boat party. She's been on two or three bar crawls. I believe she's coming to our party. Don't worry about that. You just come along and enjoy yourself. You are more than welcome, Susan, more than welcome. Um, Lars from Sweden. Hello, my friend. How the devil are you? Right. Um, Will says, how's Augustin Jr.? Well, I've got Augustin Ben. Augustin Ben. Ben's my rescue dog that I saved from the meat trade. Uh, August is uh, my nutcase guard dog. And Junior, Junior's doing okay. He's a newborn puppy. Uh, he's yet to be introduced to Ben and August. That's something I need to do because August, I'm very, very worried about August. I don't know how he's going to. See, like when August was a puppy, Ben just didn't care. Ben was just like, yeah, whatever. And like Ben would be laying there sleeping and August would be chewing his luggo and all that kind of stuff. And Ben was so placid. He really didn't care. August is a different kettle of fish. And I'm very worried about this situation. So I don't know. We're going to have to see how they get on. I've got to do the introduction. I, I can't let Mo do it because in case it goes tits up. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just one of those situations. But yeah, I mean, the, the actual puppy is doing well. He's doing good, mate. Uh, don't drink Thai tap water. Yeah, no, don't. You know, don't. It's really not good. Um, uh, Roger says, I was watching Dave the other day and he rode past that box that exploded. I was chuckling, waiting to see. I oh, know. It did not get me. It really did catch me. Um, all right, let's uh, scroll down. Okay, it was good. Um, why did I choose to start a window cleaning company? Did you spot a gap in the market? No, it was purely by chance. I was in Netherhaven. I was in the support weapons wing in Netherhaven. I was doing my last six months of my service. So what happens is um, when, when, you, uh, when you leave the army, you go and do a resettlement course to get you back into the civilian way of life because you've not had civilian life for, for whatever period of time you've been, be it three years, six years or whatever. So you have to do a resettlement course, which is basically setting you up to go out into the into the big wide world on your own and learn about what it's like to be a civilian. And you might not understand what I'm saying here, but it's an incredible, daunting and very difficult task. It really is because you are conditioned for the time you're in the army to just do what you're told. And there's no, you don't have an opinion anyway. So I was in Netherhaven, uh, one of, and when you go to these resettlement areas, it's a mix of all regiments. It's not just your own, it's all regiments. And uh, basically, I met a guy called Rich Browning. Rich Browning was in the Royal Welsh Fusiliers. We were all going out for a beer down into Netherhaven to have a few beers. And he was walking up the road with a stepladder and a bucket. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm going to go clean some windows. I said, you crack on me. So anyway, so he cracked on. Well, that day, the next day, we came back. 
I'd had, I'd had a night out. And I said, oh, how did you win the cleaning go? He went, yeah, he said, I earned 16 quid. Well, 16 quid back then was huge. You know, I mean, you're, you're talking I was on £485 a month for 31 days, and he'd been out for like an hour and a half and earned 16 quid. And I was like, really? I said, well, I'll tell you what, you don't want anyone to give you a hand, do you? And he said, yeah. So anyway, long story short, uh, we started working together. But remember, it was a resettlement course. So eventually you leave the army and then you go back home. He was from Wales. So we worked, we built up a little tiny round together. And uh, anyway, after that, he went his own way. And uh, I said, well, what do you want to do with the window there? He said, we well, just carry on, mate. And so I stayed. Instead, of, my plan was to leave and go back to London. Uh, but I stayed in Amesbury, in Amesbury, in, uh, in Wilshire, <coughs> uh, Netherhaven. Then I went to Andover in Hampshire. And I built up a, a big round, you know. I think at my peak, at the peak, we had 226 employees. It was the second biggest window cleaning company in the south of England. So it's, it was good. It was good. But, yeah, I loved it. 20, I think it was 22 years I did that. And uh, then I made the decision to come out here, and I had a very creative accountant that helped me fleece the uh, VAT. <laughs> we ran the company into the ground, sold all the assets, and jobs are good. Right, there you are. Um, Mike says, Trev, has the sign been? Oh, the sign. So here you go, right? Here's another typical example of uh, of uh, the, the way it works, okay? So on the license, we have uh, Buzzing Bar and Escape. So we, because we're not going to open Escape for a while, we designed the Buzzing Bar sign, which is in Discord. And when we went to produce that for our licensing, uh, the guy that's taking care of everything said, oh, no, you, you've got to have Escape on the same uh, same banner like why because we're not going to open it no no you, you can't have that sign without escape because it's, it's two names on one license so what we're doing is we've basically made a fabric banner a, a plastic banner <laughs> and it's got buzzing bar escape on it and then when they're going to come around and have a look we're like put the sign up. there you go mate okay yeah that's good tick that box he jogs off 30 minutes later <laughs> it comes and up it goes so yeah uh, we have we have done the sign and we'll we'll keep that uh, there until we reopen until we open so not reopen until we open escape. Uh, so yeah, there you are. Um, where there's muck, there's money. So to say, absolutely, absolutely. Best 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 period of my life in terms of money. Uh, you know the the we we got oh huge contracts. You know, Aspire. I actually, that was the irony of the talk about full circle. So uh, Tina Goodman, she was at the order shot headquarters for Aspire. Aspire were the uh, defence um, company that were managing all of the assets of the of the British Army in said area. So they had they had uh, Garrison Town, so Warminster, uh, Aldershot, Tidworth. Uh, God, where else were we? Warminster, Aldershot, Tidworth. Um, God, Netherhaven, um, Larkhill. Uh, oh, I can't remember. So many, but it was at least there was another one. I'm sure it was another one. Anyway, um, so there we were cleaning the window of this house and uh, this lady came out and she said oh she said uh, do you do commercial cleaning I said yeah yeah you know we, we which we did we had quite a large uh, selection of uh, commercial cleaning contracts and she said oh well my name is Tina Goodman and I'm uh, the head of procurement for Aspire Defense which is the management company for the MOD would you be interested no I had no idea I had no idea what she meant I thought she meant like a building I'm like yeah you know yeah we'll, we'll come and give you a quote so this was how naive I was. So anyway, so she says to me, okay, well, would you come up to Aldershot? This is my office, et cetera, et cetera. So I've gone up there and said building, said office, 
I think it was a four-story building, quite a big, uh, quite a big building. And I thought, oh yeah, yeah, we could do that. And that was at the time when ladders had been uh, been not banned, but they were. It was the water-fed pole. The, the, the water-fed pole system had come into operation. So we had these huge thousand-liter tanks inside our vans with pipes and with uh, with poles, and it would pump the water up, and you would scrub the window and rinse them off. And because it was purified water, when it dried, there was no spots on the window. So it would dry crystal clear. Anyway, so I'm in there. I had no idea what to expect. I'm thinking she meant, can I come and clean this particular building? I'm like, yeah, it's easy. No dramas. So I'm sitting there with, oh, hi, Tina. Oh, hi, Trevor. Sit down. Would you like a coffee? Everything in a nice big office, et cetera. Sat down, have a coffee. She says, okay, so... She started to explain the contract. Now, bear in mind, right, that this is just me, right? I'm me. And, and at that time, we had, I think it was eight staff and a couple of office staff. So we're, we're just sitting there talking about it. And she says to me, oh, so here's the uh, the tender. And I'm thinking, tender? What's a tender? Because I've never done a tender before. Didn't know what it was. Anyway, it was a, a water paper like this. It turned out, long story short, it was the whole of these garrisons. It was 11,600 buildings. That had to be cleaned every month. 11,600 buildings that had to be cleaned every month. It was just worth so much money. And I went back, and my right hand man was a guy called Duncan. I sat down with him. I said, Mate, I said, uh, How busy are we? And he's like, What do you mean? I said, Well, we've got a bit of a situation coming up, possibly. He said, What do you mean? I said, Here, have a look at that. And he was just like, What? And it was just page after page and all the buildings had asset numbers so each building was like asset number blah 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 and we would have a schedule of clean and we would we would do some buildings every six months the massive ones and some needed mutes you know the, the mechanical uh, platforms we had to have mutes cranes abseiling we had to do it all and so i thought well listen let's have a crack let's have a crack let's see what we go on and the and the nuts and bolts it was is there's a massive cleaning company in the uk called ocs they were like the leaders at that given moment in time. And I was up against them and another company, um, which were another big, big uh, company. I thought I had zero chance whatsoever. And Tina was so, uh, so powerful in, in her position. I only got the contract. And that changed my life, changed my life forever. We went from like earning like okay money to just being like stupidly obsessive with, with the amount of money. You know, we were earning thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds and uh, i did the contract it was brilliant we kept the contract for years and then uh i was moving i was moving over here i wanted i wanted to reduce my business down i didn't want to pay tax in vat because i've been doing it all my years a high rate taxpayer so they've been they've been screwing me for years so my accountant what well, i switched on cookie he said well what we'll do is we'll move all your assets so when each contract comes up for renewal over a period of two years we'll move all your assets into a separate company and then we'll bankrupt your company. And then that way you won't pay nothing. And happy days. <laughs> I think I think my tax bill was about eight quid, I think. It was mental. But anyway, that's that. That's how it happened. So, you know, with every opportunity in life, what I would say is grab it with both hands because you just don't know. You just don't know. I mean, there I am. I, I mean, she lived in a reasonable house. It wasn't nothing flash. It was nothing like not a big mansion or anything like that. It was just a normal, I'd have said probably a three, maybe a four-bedroom uh, detached cottage. Uh, out in the out in the uh, the wilderness in the forest, lovely. It was a lovely place. She was a lovely woman, so nice. And um, you know, you just you just don't know what's around a corner. And it was something that happened that basically it just went whoosh. Have that, you know. And I was like, wow. Uh,
Job security on that contract. Oh, yeah, yeah. we had to uh, – what they call it? We had to go through uh, proper screening. Like uh, Mike said, I'm going to get a window cleaning around. Yeah, go do it, mate. Uh, so the NHS lost all that tax money. Poor kids. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Because I paid corporate tax. I paid VAT. I paid high rate tax on my personal things. They got that literally thousands and thousands and thousands out of me. So trust me, I did my bit. And what I also used to do, uh, and my mum's mom, my on here, she'll tell you, is every year, uh, Christmas, I would go down to the local council and uh, out of my own pocket, my own things, I would then go in there and I would buy all the, uh, they, they had a list of uh, families that were, what do you call it, um, not underprivileged. Uh, they didn't earn enough money to buy their children Christmas presents. So I used to go there every year and spend thousands of pounds and I'd give them literally, literally sackfuls of Christmas presents to give to the parents so they could give them to their children and uh, that they would uh, have a good Christmas. So uh, I think in fairness, mate, in fairness, Bobby, I think I've done my bit. I think I've done my bit. Um, hope there's no HMRC on it. Oh, I, I couldn't care less, mate. It was, what's that now? That's 16 years ago, whatever. I really couldn't give a damn. Uh Trevor, you have a good heart. No, do you know what? It was, it, I went down to, it was the, um, what council was it? It was Andover City Council. And I said to them, look, you know, I wanted to do some some stuff. What could I do? And and they wouldn't let me, I was not allowed any contact with the families whatsoever for safety and stuff like that. So, okay, well, that's fine. They said, but what you can do, you can, you can buy presents. And they literally give me a list of how many children, how old. And, uh, you know, each Christmas I'd probably spend between five to 10,000 pounds buying all of their presents and I'd go literally with truck fulls, window cleaning truck fulls of presents going there. We'd all take, and, and it was great. You know, we'd walk through the shopping mall, go up into there and say, here you go. Here's like 15 sackfuls of presents. And uh, it was great. It was great. You know, kids don't understand about Christmas. They understand about presents. And if they're, you know, it, I don't want to go into my own personal uh, situation, but what I'm saying is, you know, there are children that get loads of presents. There are children that can't get any, and it's not their fault. It's the fact that maybe their parents can't afford it. So I used to do that. So, you know, I, I, I hold my head high. I have no issue whatsoever what I've done. You know, and go and look at like Richard Branson. How many times did he bankrupt his companies to get where he is now? Check that out. Uh, we call it tots for, uh, Toys for Tots here in the year. Oh, nice. Great one, mate. Great man. Um, Dutch Ram Fight. Yeah, but I was earning a lot of money, mate. So, you know, it, it, it was just, yeah, it, it's... Money's money in it at the end of the day. It really is. Um, great to hear that, Trev. Giving always has its own rewards. Yeah, and, you know, I've done it out here, and this is why I was really, really upset with the way things went. You know, it was just, um, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been helping uh, out of my own pocket. I've been helping people here for nine years now. Um, and people that know me can verify that. They'll know what I've done. They'll see. But there's just some people that don't know me that just want to fire in all this all this accusations yet, and it's just awful, awful. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's not give them the uh, breath out of me. Um, Trev, could you shed some light on visas? How does a man in his thirties stay in Thailand long term? Just keep. Oh no, you've got to, you've got to get yourself. Uh, you've got to, you've got to try and get yourself a long term visa, be it an education. I mean, you know, Darren's the man to speak to at Key Visa Thailand. He's the expert. I'm, I really don't know, my friend. Uh, Who the hell watches the Winter Olympics? Well, the, Olymp the Olympics. Um, I, I, I don't mind the Winter Olympics. That's okay. Uh, Bobby says, we were very poor as kids and had no Christmas presents. Well, I'm sorry about that. You know, my dad left the shotgun off in the garden, came back in and said, Father, Father Christmas had killed himself. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, mate, I never had an easy upbringing. I didn't have an all singing, all dancing, all, you know, all that stuff. So, you know, I, I, I can relate to what you're saying. And, you know, I'm sorry that you had a tough time, mate. I did what I did. I did the best I could. I certainly didn't take anything away from people. I worked my bollocks off to give uh, what I did. And, I, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry you had a tough time, my friend. I really am. Um, Thailand are bringing out a 10-year visa out for Phalangs. Isn't that, is that the elite visa? Is that what they called it? The elite visa? I think it's something like that. Um, Jason says, we had a great time today, Trev. Great live stream, and we appreciate the answer. Well, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. And you've just actually noticed. See, this is me going off my tangents. It's two hours, isn't it? I need to go. Right. All right. Well, there we go, guys. So hopefully you've enjoyed today. Um, I will go back and read what you want me to do for the live streams, uh, whether or not we mix it up and I'll stop saying hello and we just get on with it and I'll bring different topics that we can talk about, updates about what's going on in the city. So I will go back and uh, have a have a read of that. So th thank you very much for taking the time to reply to me. Um, that's it for me, guys. So as always, thank you very much to everybody that's joined on the chat today. It's been great to have you here. Uh, thank you very much to those of you that have been kind enough to send in the Super Chats. Much appreciated. Help support the channel. And, of course, with the uh, admin team in the background now, thank you very much, guys. As always, been a pleasure to be with you. That's it for me, guys. Thank you very much indeed for watching. And uh, I'll remember, tomorrow and Saturday, watch them, guys. You can see for yourself. Is this city over? I don't think so. Have a good night, guys. Take care.